Hey guys, Kyler back with Kyler Burrells on another podcast, episode 42, back with my good friend Colton Fee. Yes sir, it's been too long. I know, good to have you back on. I know man, it's going to be a good one. Um, we just watched Paul Woodley too, um, I'll go over what we're, what we're going to talk about first and then we'll, we're not going to do too long on that, we'll just go over you know, what we thought about the fight real quick and then you know how it ended of course. We're going to get an NBA talk, you know, we're going to talk about the Lakers, you know, who our top 10 teams are, MVP, biggest disappointment, surprises. You know, I'm gonna give Fee some trade scenarios I came up with and see what he thinks about him. We'll get into college football. We'll do our uh, playoff and you know New Year's Six Bowls. Even though the New Year's Six Bowls can become somewhat meaningless because you know guys don't play in them and stuff like that. Um, then we'll get into the coaching carousel. I mean, what a that was probably the craziest coaching carousel. I mean, you think? Oh, 100%. I mean, I've never seen anything like this coaching carousel crazy. from this this off season or technically still this season. Then we'll get into NFL, of course. We'll react to the game that happened tonight between the Colts and the Pats. Um, and then we're going to get into some overreaction or not. So we'll start off with Woodley Paul. So what do you think about What did you think about it as a whole? I mean, I know. So we'll get – Jake Paul knocked out Tyron Woodley cold in round six. What did you think you, about the – You give your thoughts. Okay. This is your space more than I mean, that. so, I mean, leading up to the knockout, I didn't even see – I was so out of the fight, not really watching. I didn't even see the knockout at first. I mean, I was zoned out of the fight. I was. I mean, it was, it was, honestly, I thought the fight was worse than the first one leading up to the knockout because the first one at least had the drama of Woodley rocking Jake Paul. There was definitely more action in the first fight, in my opinion. Um, I thought actually Paul looked solid when he let his hands go. Now, he didn't do it enough, in my opinion. Um, Woodley, me, me and Fee both just agreed with him walking around. He just doesn't look like a boxer, you know? He doesn't look like a boxer. He can't set up combinations. And, you know, he he you know, he talked the game, which I didn't believe again. He talked the game to all and be much different this fight. I just don't think there was anything he could do differently. I think it's just he's the he's who he is. He's forty. He's not gonna do anything differently. It was can I hopefully land the big right hand and you know, sadly for him, the big right hand landed on him and put him out stiff and the beginning of round six. So Jake Paul improves to five and zero. He's knocked out now. Everybody's fought four knockouts, um, but yeah, it wasn't really that great of a fight up until the knockout. Would you agree? Yeah, it was. The first fight was way better. Way better. I mean, just more drama. You know, Woodley had him hurt. I mean, the only real drama we had was Woodley. Ha- Woodley hit him with an elbow, which they called accidental. I didn't think it was very accidental. And then Woodley caught him with a right, and you know, didn't hurt Paul, but it it woke Paul up a little bit in a way, in my opinion. Um, he had a nasty cut over his on his uh, forehead. Did Paul show you anything that you didn't already know? No, I mean, again, I mean, we knew the knockout power was there. And, you know, he's knocked out Askren, knocked out Gibb. He knocked out Nate Robinson. We know he has power in that right hand. And, you know, people – and then people after the last fight question, does he actually have power or was he fighting guys that just get landed on too easily? Well, we sh- he showed you tonight. Even though the fight wasn't great up until that, he showed you tonight he can knock anybody out. I mean, he knocked out Tyron Woodley Cold. And that was probably, that was, in my opinion, because of how high level Woodley is as a fighter, that was a worse knockout than the Nate Robinson one, by far, I think. I mean, Nate was, Nate was just recklessly running into that right hand. Woodley, Jake said that beautifully. He ducked a little, looked like he was going to go to the body. Woodley dropped the left hand. Jake came over the top. That's all she wrote. Um, I don't know who he's going to fight next. You know, he's he's you know the the Tommy fight's still there for sure. Who's your uh, prediction on who's next? Probably Tommy. Yeah, because of the contract situations, I know Masvidal has two fights left on his deal, and he's probably going to fight Covington. Nate's got one fight left. 
the UFC is not just going to let Nate Diaz out of his contract to fight Jake Paul. I would guess that it's it's Tommy Fury or, you know, there is, I don't know, I don't think this would be a smart idea. There is Anderson Silva who had his first professional boxing match against no. a legit professional boxer Dude. and won. I think Anderson would beat Jake Paul. I'll say it right here. On the, I'll say it right here. I think Anderson, Anderson Silva fought. Anderson, yes, he fought a guy that was, in my opinion, Chavez Jr. is over the hill. But he was Chavez Jr. is still an elite puncher and a good boxer, and Anderson boxed circles around him. Chavez Jr. would be by far the best guy Jake has ever fought. I think Anderson-Jake is a great fight to make. Is that actually... Could it could happen, yeah. The only problem is Anderson's asking price is going to be so high, I don't know if they'll match it because Anderson is a big name. That would be a huge fight. It'd be by far the biggest fight Jake's ever had, by, not even close. I think that one could do 1.5 million buys. I don't, I'm guessing this one did you know, anywhere from 800 to a million. You know, you know, Jake saved his brand, in my opinion, like I said, getting the knockout. Um, I think Anderson's the correct fight. I'm guessing it's going to be Tommy Fury, though. I mean... That seems like the logical next step. I think it's a huge risk fighting uh, Anderson Silva if he chooses to do that. I really do think it's a huge risk. And one, I don't think he's going to take right now. Maybe if he goes out there and smokes Tommy, maybe Anderson's next. Anderson's 46, though, and he has been knocked out. So Jake could hit him and knock him out for sure. That's But I think Anderson, that would be a great fight. I'd, I'd love to see Anderson Silva next, but I don't think that happens. I think it's more likely that Logan fights Anderson Silva because Logan doesn't care. And that Logan wants the box again. I don't understand why, but... Uh, Anderson's Anderson's there. Just do they want to pay him? And I don't know if they'll be able to pay. Ask you know, be able to get Anderson's price. But yeah, I mean, I think Tyron Woodley's you know career probably ended tonight. I mean, it should definitely. And I mean, you know, there is some definitely there is some interest from MMA organizations if he wants to fight MMA. But boxing is not his thing. Clearly, yeah, he you just know, wasn't that good. He just doesn't land enough punches. He doesn't know how to set up his punches. You know, he obviously can't use the wrestling, even though he tried to tonight. Um, but it's just over for him. I mean, it's just call it what it is. It's over for him. And he, he got paid well, but, you know, I think it's it was better for boxing tonight that Jake Paul knocked out Tyron Woodley. It would have been a bad look for Jake Paul if he lost Tyron Woodley. I mean, if he lost to Woodley, that's a terrible. Who's he going to beat then that's good? Because Woodley's terrible. Yeah, I mean, clearly he was clearly way better, but, I mean, you can't really, you can't really talk shit on him. You mean, I mean, you can't really call him soft, but... I don't know if you can call him like a good actual boxer yet, though. No, I don't think you can because we got to see him fight a guy that can throw punches back. But he's going to keep winning. Most likely, yes. I think he'd beat Fury. I think he'll beat Tommy Fury as well. But the reason I want to see Tommy Fury is because Tommy knows how to set up punches and knows how to box. So that'll be where's Jake at as uh, as his growth as a boxer. Did he actually have an injury or did he back out? Like, no, he had an injury. Tommy wouldn't have backed out. People saying that. Yeah, I hate when people is say he that. Is he tough, though? I, that's a good question. We don't know. That's why I want to see him in there because we don't know how tough he, he is. Rocked, can he, we don't know. I mean, because again, he hasn't fought quit. anybody good either. That's why I want to see the fight because both guys have so much to prove. Jake, can is he Tommy beat a boxer? Trying to be an actual boxer or not? That's the that's the question. Is is an actual boxer? You know, I don't think there's a lot of actual boxers that are going to be global enough to fight Jake Paul. So is he just looking for the payday? That's the question that would be answered. You know, that would have to be answered in that Who fight. Who's going to be the first actual boxer to? Say, all right, fuck this. I'm tired of it. It's going to be a long time, man. It's really, it's going to be like, and if, if you're Jake, he said, you know, he said the end goal is Canelo. If you're smart, you Jake, go, you go down the path. I think you go Tommy, Nate. Then you probably try to get Masvidal, who could be out of the contract. Then you try to get Connor. And then if you can beat all them, then it's Canelo, and that's the end game. I don't think there's any. 
So if he beats Canelo, he's just the best boxer in the world. <laughs> if he if he beat Canelo, he can say that he's the best boxer in the world, I guess. And he would get any fight he wants at that point. Yes, or he'd retire and go out on top. I mean, he'd be ten no. He'd be he'd have the names of Nate, Masvidal, Connor, and Canelo. So at that point, why? Would, I mean, couldn't he just start fighting for two hundred million dollars? Yeah, I mean, like he would turn he would turn into Floyd if he it, okay. And again, this is a massive <laughs> if. If he beat Canelo, he would turn into the Floyd Mayweather. It's not a mass. It's not as massive as you think because he's. If he all he has to do is just keep beating UFC fighters, and he could definitely get to the fight. Mm-hmm. But he has to step up the UFC fighters every time. You can't. You can't fight a guy like Woodley. You can't keep fighting retired guys anymore. You know. I know Nate's older and Masvidal older, but if you fought Nate or Masvidal next year, they're still going to be good. So you can't go fight fucking you know a Woodley type that you that just got fired, got cut, cut from the UFC. That's thirty nine years old. Doesn't have boxing skills, obviously. I mean, look at his resume. He's fought a 5'6", retired NBA player, and two 40-year-old retired MMA fighters. And a, and a YouTuber. That's not what, good. No, it's not good. It's, a, it's not a good resume at all. But he has people talking, and that's all he wants. And that's the crazy part. Yeah, because he, he's a star. He does have people talking. I mean, you'd have to say, in Literally. my opinion, he's the, he's the, he's the second. Like he even said tonight, he's the second biggest star in boxing. And I love Tyson Fury. I think he's a bigger star and bigger draw than Fury. He, he proves it on the pay-per-views. His pay-per-views are bigger than Fury's. The only one they're not bigger than is Canelo. He doesn't get paid more than Canelo. But he gets the second highest paid boxer in boxing. That's what's crazy. He has people talking, and he has people watching. And, you know, but again, every time now, the Woodley rematch made sense for, because Fury pulled out, and he had a decision versus Woodley. But now, you got to step up. And he beat Fury. You got to step up. The crazy thing is, I think if he makes Fury look bad, it's not going to be he has to go fight a real boxer. You could fight Nate Diaz because that's a huge name. You got to go for big, big names though. Because Woodley is a huge name. My question is, at what point does the line get drawn where we go from, all right, he can't keep fighting UFC guys. Like, he has to actually fight an actual boxer. Where does the line get drawn? To me, if he, because he's, he's laid this out. He said this, the three UFC guys I want are Nate, Nate, Masvidal, and Connor. If he goes and beats them three, now that's no that's no foregone conclusion. Could it happen? Absolutely. Those are smaller guys. He could easily knock all three of them out. But if he goes through all three of them, there's no turning back because you that would be fighting possibly that would be fighting three of the five biggest names in combat in MMA and the biggest name in MMA and the biggest name in combat sports history in Conor McGregor. If he beat Conor, there's no turning back. You know, you fight, you're going to fight a boxer, a world champion probably. I think it's those three. That would be the end of the run of MMA fighters right there. Because you can sell it with the big names, but you cannot sell it anymore fighting the Tyrone Woodleys of the world. It's got to be Nate. It's got to be Masvidal. It's got to be Connor. Anderson is a name. You can fight Anderson. I think that's a bad fight for him because Anderson's his size. So what if he like, fights like, a good, like, someone who you respect like Nate or Anderson or Connor, but like, loses respect, like respectfully? In a- like by decision, but he puts up a good fight. You could run it back. Run it back. Run it back. And he loses again. Then what? You know, it, the run's probably over. Because, I mean, again, like we just talked about his his uh, resume. As we see Tiger Woods smacking golf balls again, he's going to win a major in 2022. And his son's going to win a major in 2030. <laughs> his son put one two inches from the cup earlier. Remarkable to see this though. Oh, dude, see him back is awesome. I mean, he. I didn't think amputation was a possibility. I didn't think he'd ever swing again. He go water there. Son didn't like that. Don't matter. 
He has a better swing than me. Oh, he hit water too, huh? Double water. Oh, no, he didn't. Nice shot. Dude, it sounds good. It sounds incredible. So good. Stop it. He doesn't make this putt, though. Or he does. Dude, he literally has, like, the same mannerisms as his dad, too. <laughs> Cracks me up. They're, like, literally twins. That's fucking awesome to see, though. Great to see Tiger back. Do you have any final thoughts oh. on Jake? I just want to see a step up next. I don't want to see any Tyron Woodley's. It's got to be a Tommy, Anderson, Nate, Masvidal, Connor. It's got to be somebody big. It's got to be somebody good. It can't be like, – it just can't be another Woodley. I don't care about that anymore. You ended that. You know, he was 40. It was good. He has proved to me that he can he can fight and beat tough guys. No, he, he he's a but tough he's a tough dude. And I and when people say that Jake Paul's not a fighter or he's not a tough guy, well you're wrong. He is a tough guy. He is actually tough and he can actually fight. He's a tough guy. He's not scared. That's no, he's not scared of anybody. He'll fight anybody. He ain't scared of nobody. Um, and that's what I respect about him. I don't you know I think he's kind of a dickhead and he's you know he tries to mix he tries to be the good guy but then he also is a shitty person. But in the boxing ring, I respect him as a boxer. He's a, and to me, he's a very good, I wouldn't, he's not a very good boxer, but he's a very, very, very good competitor. I'll give him that. That is what yeah. I'll end it on, Jake Paul Woodley. Great promoter. All right, so we're going to get into some NBA talk. We're going to start off a little bit of the, you know, we'll start off a little Anthony Davis Laker talk here. So the Lakers last night, Anthony Davis got hurt. They lose to the Timberwolves by 20. Um, they fall to 16 and 14. Um, they're still, you know, somehow the West is so bad this year. They're still the sixth seed somehow. They've had one of the easiest schedules in basketball, though, that they did not take advantage of. They have an, they have the, through February, they have the toughest strength of schedule in basketball through February. From now till From now till February, they have the toughest strength of schedule in basketball, right, with the Clippers. They're both about 50, I think they're about 52 win percentage, who they play, of winning teams. So, them and the Clippers have a tough schedule. Both LA teams have a tough path ahead of them with injuries, and the Lakers just not having any chemistry. We'll go to you. What's wrong with AD? Is there anything wrong with him? What do you mean? We've only really seen him dominate like once in his career. Yeah. I mean, he he should be a top three talent, and he is a top. Three he is talent a top three league. talent. One hundred percent. Like if if he is if he was as big as a dog as Giannis was, I think he'd be better than Giannis just from a talent and skill perspective to me he to me talent what he's shown before besides the last year and a half already had a better jump shot than Giannis had yeah Uh, I mean he's his post moves are were much better than Giannis's I mean I just don't think he's never really proven that he can be like the number one go-to guy I mean I mean he did it for a shitty New Orleans team who never really won the best they were was an eight seed and he's always injury prone yeah he's always been injury prone you know, ever since his rookie year, he's always getting hurt. He's missing 10, 15 games at minimum a year. I mean, he's getting nicked up in every game. I just think he's a little bit soft. I don't think he really understood. He didn't have, have that dog in him. I don't think he understood the role of being the number one go-to guy in an 82-game season. I think he got it good that first year with the Lakers when LeBron was still really fucking good. And LeBron carried them a lot, and they were on a really good team, too. Very good. So they, he could they, take off nights. The chemistry and defense of that team was – it was an unbelievable team. But when they have 
like weaknesses like they do on this year's team where they need like their star players to step up and AD to be a 30 point per game guy. I mean, I just he can't do it. LeBron's waiting. He's waiting for him to take the reins. Guys don't do it. He waited for Kyrie. Kyrie bailed. He's waited for Anthony Davis. I thought AD was taking the reins in the bubble. I really did. Yeah. He did. He he kind of did. In a way. In a way. And I thought that next year they were going to be first and second best players in the NBA. But ever since the bubble, I mean, he didn't really play good last year either, did he? No, I mean, the thing, you know, again, you've, you've, hit, on the, you've hit it on the nail. Injuries. He got, he was, he, the crazy thing is, he played great in the bubble through injuries. Then, you know, they have the shortened offseason, you know, 58 games. Them and the, them and the Heat only have 58 games offseason, or 58 day offseason. He's playing injured. He gets nicked up even more. I don't know if he's ever got back healthy, and I, I don't, I, I hate saying this, man. I want to say he's a little complacent with where he's at. He got the bag. He got the five-year, $200 million extension. He's got his championship. The bad thing is, you're playing on a LeBron team. LeBron's not complacent. I think you're right on that. I think he was one of those guys who got caught up into, oh, you know, you're not a great until you win a title. And so he won a title, and he's like, oh, well, I'm a great now. I don't and need you're not. To, I don't need to win four or five to be a great. I won one, and I got mine. And, so. here, and that, that's the problem with that mentality. He's playing for the Lakers. Those great bigs have multiple and multiple NBA championships. Not just one. The Lakers didn't trade for you. They traded for you. They didn't trade for you to be the number God, number two. They didn't trade for you to be the number three guy. He's number three, as far as I'm concerned. Russell Westbrook has the dog mentality in him. I hate. I've, se- I've seen it on Twitter too much. And I've seen it with these, you know, fucking NBA NBA no talking heads. What? what I where's the? Why is the blame on Westbrook? To me, Westbrook has come in and he's given. He has absolutely shown that okay. He can dial it back, and he can play with a LeBron. He can play with an AD. To me, it's AD. Russell has showed. He's not – he. and now AD's out four weeks. Russ going to have to go back a little bit to being Russ from Washington and Russ from OKC in this four weeks. He's going to have to for the Lakers to have a chance to win games. But with the big three, Russ has shown, I can play with this big three. I, I'm not the guy that everyone thinks I am, that I can't play with superstars. I can. And I think Russ has been – Far from the problem. I would actually put the least blame on the entire team. I'd put the least blame on Russell Westbrook. He has no blame. I see nothing wrong with what Russell Westbrook has done this year. LeBron, got to be healthy. Got to be smart. Uh, AD, got to be a man. You got to be a man. You're playing for the Lakers. You're not playing for the Pelicans. You want a title for the Pelicans? Yeah, you're great. You want you one title for the Lakers? Shaq has fucking... Shaq won three. Kareem won what? Six? Wilt has how many? Magic? You know, Kobe had five. You know, yeah, LeBron has four. Yeah, only one. LeBron wants more. I mean, I know his. You know, and to me, there's no slowing down. I I need to pull up the stats on everybody again. How LeBron's doing this year? Yeah, he's missed some games. LeBron's still that motherfucker. He is still that guy. He is still the best player in the world. It's the gap's close between him and KD. LeBron's still the best player in the world. But this is what this is what the Lakers can't have. LeBron can't play 39 minutes a night in an 82 game season, and then absolutely think that he's going to be able to do the same thing in the playoffs it's gonna it's gonna at some point father time catches us all he's gonna wear down and ad's got to be a man they traded for you to take the that, that first year that was fine when lebron was the guy it's you now he's 37 are you are you that much of a soft ass that you're letting a 37 year old still carry a fucking franchise on his shoulders 
Come on, dude. How old is he? AD. I mean, yeah. Twenty eight. He's in his prime. He's in his prime. You got four. He's got four or five years of being in his prime left, and he's Charles Bar. And I don't like Charles Bar. I think Charles Barkley is a terrible NBA analyst. I've never seen a big guy on the ground more than Anthony Davis. You're 6'10", 260. Why the fuck are you on the ground every other play? Dominate people like you can. We've seen you do it. I just think you got complacent. And get out of that complacency. Or LeBron's going to trade you for nothing. I think Anthony did. If they do what they did last year, like get a six seed and have a really shitty matchup in the first round and lose, I think they're going to trade AD. The only good thing is about the West this year, people can talk, all, oh, dude, I think the Jazz have figured it out. Fuck off on the Jazz. Uh, no one's thinking the Jazz are title contenders. And if you are, you're a moron. The only good thing about the Lakers, they can't be a seven or an eight. Because if you play Golden State or Phoenix, I'm sorry to tell you, Lakers, and I love LeBron, that's a first-round exit. If they can be a six or a five or a four, they'll make it into the second round. Because I don't think the Utah Jazz are beating LeBron James in a seven-game series. Yeah, I'm not. Rudy Gobert's your, how many times like I say, when Rudy Gobert's your second-best player in a playoff series, you're not winning big-time series. They lost, to Paul George, they lost to Paul George and the Clippers without Kawhi. What does that tell you? They don't. Rudy can't be a number two and win. Jordan Clarkson can't be your third scorer and win. Or actually, your second scorer and win. That can't happen. The Lakers will be, now title-wise, we'll get into that in a bit, but... Uh, if they want to make it out of the first round, they better end up top six. If they be seven or eight, I'm worried a little bit. That's I dare say though, I would rather play Golden State than Phoenix. I think Phoenix is a tougher matchup for the Lakers than Golden State. I mean, how close are you to jumping off the train right now? Talk about this earlier. If it's a if it's a five cart train, I'm on the second cart. I'm on the second cart back. I'm almost I'm almost to the fucking caboose. They got to they got to show me something, and I know AD's out. What if it's a hundred person plane train? Where you at? Hundred person train. I mean, I'm I'm probably the last fifteen, last ten people to get. I'm probably for, first first ten fifteen people to get off. I'm right in there. I mean, it's it's getting worrisome. Now I'm always, and I'm gonna give them time because I know LeBron James, and I know uh, he's thirty seven. I will say this: this isn't his Cleveland teams or his Miami teams. Where they could just flip a switch in February and be fine. Because those teams were so fucking athletic and good that they could do that. They I can't do that this year. I always go back to that 2018 team. Jeff Green was the second best player and he flipped a switch. But, but I will say, the, I would say the West this year is comparable to the East that year, bottom, bottom half. But he didn't have to play a Phoenix or a Golden State. That's where it gets tricky. You're going to have to beat one, if not both those teams, to get to the finals. Yeah, I mean, they still played a, a shitty Boston team in the East. Like, yes, but I will always say, but here's what, that was that was that was four years ago. LeBron was thirty four, thirty three, not thirty seven. He could do things in the playoffs then that he can't do now. What I was hoping for this season was that AD would, and I, I said, I know, I'll, I'll, I'll hit on where I was wrong. I was wrong on that. I said AD was going to come out and be an MVP contender. I picked him MVP on our, our podcast, a big podcast we did before the NBA season. I said AD's for MVP because what I was hoping was AD could. LeBron would still average 24, 9, and 7, playing 31, 32 minutes a night to where AD's carrying the load, averaging 29, and then LeBron can turn it on in the playoffs at his age and have a playoff run, and the Lakers are the best team in basketball. The bad thing is I think it's, it's not happening. It's where LeBron is having to be the best player every night, and I don't think, and I love LeBron so much, man, and I, yeah, again, I think he's the greatest basketball player ever. I don't know at his age, and we've seen the last couple of years, more injury-prone. 
And it's it's nothing of his fault. It's age, man. You're th- he's 37. Look at the miles. This is year fucking 100. He's played 100 years. I swear to God, he's played 100 years of basketball. It's going to catch up to you at some point. And what I didn't want is LeBron to have to carry a team to beat Indiana in overtime. Why do I need LeBron to score 40 in Indiana? I would need LeBron could, I would think LeBron could score 15 in Indiana and they win. But he has to score 36 in Indiana and go to overtime. He's got to go to double overtime with the Kings, overtime with the Pistons, overtime with the Thunder, lose to the Thunder twice. Again, they had the schedule was set up for them so well to start the year to find that chemistry so easily. I didn't think that they would start off extremely hot. You're 16 and 14 right now. I would have at least expected them to be 20 and 10, though. 21 and 9. The schedule they had was so, it was so favorable. Now you got to figure it out playing good teams. That's where it's going to get tough. The only good thing is, you know, who knows when Jamal Murray's coming back. Michael Porter Jr. is out for the Nuggets. Luke is battling a, uh, a calf injury. Those bottom half teams, he's so, they're so lucky. The Mavs, Nuggets, Timberwolves, and all them, they're not very good. He, they're lucky right now. Where they're at right now, if this was a normal West, they would be sitting ninth or 10th. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like having LeBron to play good every night for the Lakers to win. It's it's worrisome for me. It is. It's like, I mean. What is so wrong with their roster? Like, how are they so bad? Like, when LeBron goes out, like, what? I just it's defensive it's defensive problems. It's and it's not that they can't defend. They have guys that can defend. Can they score though? They can score easily. They score. I mean, like I think they're averaging 112, 113 a game, but they're giving up 115. So you can't get up 115 points. That's 31st in basketball. You can't do that. Um what happens is they just they still have not they figured it out offensively, I think they figured it out pretty well. You know, last night was terrible. 89 points in a game. That's fucking ridiculous. But I think they figured it out offensively. It's now Defense communication and effort on defense. They have the guys to play defense. They just don't give in the effort. And yes, I want to still hold on to that. Well, they don't have Ariza. They don't have none. Yeah, I love Ariza and none. Does that, do they make you that much better of a team? No. They don't make you, Ariza and none doesn't make you 16 and 14 to 21 and nine. I'm sorry. That's not how it is. Ariza is a good, great defender. None's going to give you some energy and some buckets and some shooting. They have to figure out how to guard defensively as a team and not individuals. That's the problem. Defense is the problem right now. Offense is not an issue, but defense and offense can be an issue. But no, I, I definitely put on the defensive end. They, they don't guard as a team. It's all individuals out there, and they got to figure it out. Or hell, they go on a you know a, a shitty losing streak here. You could be talking. They miss the playoffs at some point. This four weeks without AD is going to be very big for them. Can they hold? Can they stay afloat? And when AD comes back, can he be a grown-ass man, or is he going to be AD? Okay. So what would your lineup be with him out? Um, That was a dirty play, actually. Mm, they're undefeated with AD this year, out without AD this year. That'll, that tells you something right there. And they're now 12-5 when LeBron plays. I'll just show you how valuable LeBron is still. But um, uh, lineup, I go Russ. I heard Ariza's back in two games, which is nice. I love that. I go Russ at the one. Uh, I still like Monk off the bench because he's a great scorer. I go Russ, THT, Ariza, Braun, Dwight. That's what probably my starting lineup will be. With Ariza out, you probably sub in Baysmore for defensive reasons. He's a bonehead, though. He plays great defense and gives energy, but, man, he's not smart. 
He reminds me of J.R. Smith while on the court. He's just running around fucking playing street ball. But, yeah, man, I mean, uh, AD's got to – he's got to figure some things out. I mean, is this for him? Or do I need to go play in a small market again? Is he a small market guy? That may be the, that might be the question. Are the, are the lights too big in L.A.? You know, he had that, he had that shot in the, against the Nuggets, and he said, I'm like that. I am that guy. Well, you haven't backed up – you haven't backed that up since that shot. Because LeBron was dominant in the finals. LeBron won them game six against Denver to go to the finals. Um, I don't know. Do they go back to just strictly playing him at the four and say you're, we're not playing him at the five ever again? I mean, I don't know because, I mean, play him, he, does, he, can't, he doesn't want to play the five. He, he said in an interview a week ago that he would love to play the three. What? You're 6'10", 260. You could bully anybody on the floor. There's no center in the league that can guard him with his skill. It's amazing to me. I don't know. That's who was their bigs now? It's Dwight, DeAndre Jordan, and AD. Do they not have a fourth? Mm-mm. No, because they've been because what they do is they were well for a while they were starting Dwight or DeAndre, and then when one of them would go to the bench, so when Dwight would go to the bench, they wouldn't even bring DJ in. They would just bump AD down to the five, which I think should be the best lineup. But AD obviously can't play the five, I guess. Why does he like playing the four so much? I don't know. I I have no idea. Like, I, I feel like it'd be helpful for him to play the five because there's less space. Like, there's more space. Mm-hmm. There's not a big man taking up the Exactly. Length. More space for him to work in the post. So I don't get why he wants to play with another seven-footer. I don't know. Um, and, you know, he... he if he really wants to be a four-man with another five, why don't they ship him to Philly for Ben Simmons? Would you do that? You'd have to give me somebody else besides Ben, too. I would want like a Seth Curry or Danny Green back with it. You said so you would do Ben Simmons and Danny Green for AD. Give me a pick. AD's way more valuable than Green. I know he's playing like a soft ass bitch, but <laughs> Philly's fucked themselves in this whole Ben Simmons thing. Their leverage is fucked. You're not getting multiple first round picks for Ben Simmons. You might not even get one. They've they've lost the leverage. If you trade for Anthony Davis to pair him with Joel Embiid, which I think. I mean, I guess that would be a match made in heaven for no, Anthony I Davis. Think it would be a disaster. Would be a disaster. But AD would obviously like it. He wants to play the four. I don't want to play the five. I'm scared of the fives. Joe, I don't get how Joel could play with another four. A guy like Anthony Davis, it wouldn't work. We saw how it worked with Al Horford. Exactly, it doesn't work. Joel has to be. You have to surround Joel with four guys that can space the floor, like Anthony Davis should want to do. Him in the middle. Guys that can space the floor now that mean you know I know Russell Westbrook technically can't spread I mean, the floor. Look at like look at DeAndre Ayton in his role. Like, exactly. He plays with four guys and he just gets he gets points through the rhythm of the offense, getting offensive rebounds. And AD is he's also not the same guy defensively anymore. Not that he dude, I mean, in that in that twenty twenty run, his, him on defense playing the five was unreal how good he was defensively, altering every shot that came in the paint. It's not there anymore. It's, the effort's not there. Like I said, I think complacency set in almost with him. I, I literally think LeBron should have a LeBron should have a sit down and say, "Dude, do you want to do this? Like, I mean, do you want to be here? It just seems like he so doesn't let's care." Say they get to the trade deadline and they're still in sixth place. I mean, nothing's really changed. They're still like winning the game. I think there's some definite trade swaps, trade scenarios you could do. You think they'd like blow it up or just like try to get a couple like mid level? Why not? Why not think about maybe a, a team who I think needs big, and it it's not working out. I know it'd be it's very weird to think about Boston and L.A. trading Jalen Brown for Anthony Davis. That I think I nice. think Jalen Brown would be. A, you could put you play LeBron at the four. That makes sense for both teams. 
I think it makes tremendous. AD can you know you want to you want to go be AD? You can go be the number two with Jalen with Jason Tatum. That's fine. Jalen Brown come in. We can and he he he's a dog. He'll if if LeBron says, dude, I need you to score 25, 27 a night, and Jalen Brown will say, okay, that's fine, I'll do that, and he'll guard the best player every night. You know, I think the trade could make sense for both teams. Uh, Boston's in shambles right now. I mean, they're in eleventh in the East. I mean, they're they're not even in the playing game at this point. When do you realize if you're Boston? Are you going to hang on like Portland did? How long has Portland hung on to this McCollum Lillard then? They hang on too long. Are you going to hang on too long like they did? That's and you get to when they're 29, 30 years old, and it's like now their value is a little more diminished because they're getting older? I mean, what could fucking Portland get from McCollum? I mean, a, B, a C-plus level player maybe? May, I mean, if you if – I'm if Philly's already said if you're going to give me C.J. McCollum, you're going to give me like another really good player in the team like a Norman Powell and like two or three picks. We know what C.J. McCollum is now. Like – yeah, they're trapped. I mean, they're fucked. That's a weird situation. They're fucked. You know, I know Dame is. He's so he, he's so prideful um, that he he doesn't want to come out and say I want to be traded. But damn, man, I think it's going to take that after this season if he wants to really get out. I think it's going to be. And the thing is, for Dame, you're 32. How long are you going to wait? How long can you keep this high level performance going? Do you need to get out of there? To where you can go well, he play. He good this year, has he? No, he's just starting to play good the last three games. Last three games look really good. He, he, think he, look, dropped, dude, he dropped 40 last night. He looked bad in the Olympics, too. Yeah. He was not good. And, and he's and, is, and, and I will say, the last few years for him, he's gone through some injury problems. And you're 32, 33 as a small guard, and he doesn't – he plays physical basketball as a small guy. And, you know, that, that'll take a toll on you. So how long are you going to wait and say, dude, I, am I just going to sit in Portland the rest of my career and be – Loyal to Portland, you know, it's not going to come around. I don't think Portland's going to get like a crazy thing like the Mavs got with Dirk in 2011 to win a title. I don't think you're going to get that in Portland, you know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of interesting trade scenarios you could do. I mean, a lot of guys in the, you know, Sabonis, where he, Sabonis could, whoever gets him could alter their season. Is there a rumor about where he wants to go? He hadn't said, he just wants out. Um, Literally anywhere. Yeah, here we'll go through these two trades. I have a couple trade scenarios real quick. We'll go through before we get into our rankings. So Ben Simmons, we'll start with him. I have a couple. I have two trades for each guy. You give me. You rank one to ten where you like these trades for each team. So Ben Simmons and Danny Green go to Minnesota for D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Jalen Noel, and a first round pick. In my opinion, it'd be a good fit for uh, Philly. They get a guard that can control the ball, can score on his own. I think Minnesota's trying to make a push. That would elevate them defensively. Ben Simmons, a guy that can get Anthony Edwards and uh, cat the ball in, in places that D'Lo's not a passer. We know this. What do you think of that one? I'll give it a, I'll give it a C. A C? Okay. A C. I don't know if it – I think it – I think ben it honestly – Simmons is a weird fit. Like, I, think it, I think it gets Minnesota into for sure a playing game and possibly a playoff spot. I think so it – Their starting lineup would be – Danny Green, Ben Simmons, Anthony Dan, Edwards, Cat, Cat, and I. Uh, who's there for? Uh, uh, Jalen Daniels, McDaniel's, Jalen Daniels. Their rookie they drafted last year. He's there for. He's not bad either. I think it could get them in a week. And and I would say the bottom, the top three is probably set. It's probably going to be Golden State, Phoenix, and Utah. Yeah, that's set. For sure. Four through eleven, or four through eleven though, I'd say is up for grabs still. It's not that big of a difference. The Lakers are two games out from the four. Like, what are we doing? You know, the Clippers are still there. I think there's a lot of things that could happen in the West, and I think you you elevate your – you still have Pat Bev off the bench, who's actually playing really good for Minnesota. Um, 
You know, Ben Simmons brings more defense. Danny Green brings more defense and IQ to your team. What does it do for Philly? I think it definitely gets you in the playoffs because you do add at least a guy that, you know, you don't have a guy playing right now. Simmons just isn't playing. So at least you add a guy like D'Lo who can score, Malik Beasley can shoot it, and you get a first-round draft pick. Because in my opinion, no matter who Philly gets, they're not making a run to the finals this year anyway. So why not get a first-round pick and a guy that can at least help you get into the playoffs? Get a bad look if you can't make the playoffs. At least get into the playoffs. Are they not in the playoffs right now? Mm-mm. No, yeah, they are. They're, they're the eight. They're the eight. So have they been bad this year? Or what, what? Oh, Joel was out for seven straight. That wasn't good. They're the nine right now. Tied for the nine seed. Mm-hmm. With Boston. Yeah, so I mean... Urban Meyer, fired by the Jags. Bummer. What about what about Ben to, uh, ben to New Orleans? And the Sixers get Brandon Ingram. I don't like that either. For who? Either. Really? Yeah. I would like that for Philly. I think that I actually think that's a, a better. I'm not a big Brandon Ingram guy. I just don't think he plays winning basketball. I think he plays too much ISO one on one. Let me score basketball. I would agree. I agree with that, but. Philly doesn't have a guy that can go get you a bucket besides Embiid. They don't have a guy that can just go get a bucket. They don't have a guy. Tobias Harris, come on. He's not that guy. I think you bring Ingram in. If Ingram can say, all right, I'm the two. Because the crazy thing in Ingram's mind, I think he still thinks he's the one, even with Zion. That's crazy. Um, I think you get Ingram. He, if he can buy into being the two. It would be a guy that can go get you a bucket. And that's what the Sixers need right now. And I know Simmons wasn't that guy, but Tobias isn't that guy, in my opinion. Embiid is going to need some help scoring, man. He's going to need some scoring help. Because he, it's, dude, I'm gonna, I'll say this again. If your dominant center doesn't have a viable, viable number two, they can't win you a championship. Embiid will never lead them to a championship unless he has a legit two that can go get buckets. Last year was their best chance, and they lost to the fucking Hawks. That yep. was bad. And I think their team was actually was actually well built to contend and beat the Bucks. If I'm, a, I mean, if I'm the Sixers, I'm still thinking big for Simmons. I think. I think you you thinking a guy like Dame? Dame or Jalen Brown or Tatum? Wait for Boston to blow it up. What about Bradley Beal? Yeah, I still think you should wait. For Simmons, wait, big name. not not just trade him for nothing. I don't think you should trade him for uh, like a Brandon Ingram and a couple of role players. I don't think you should go that low yet. Wait it out for sure. Teams are gonna want to trade guys, like you said. Either Dame's gonna get frustrated, or Portland's gonna be like, "All right, let's rebuild. We need to rebuild." Or Boston will do the same thing. Or the Wizards, any one of those guys, or AD. You never know. It's potential. It's possible. I mean, Rich Paul's just building the team over there. Um, it's a trade I like a lot right here for Sabonis. It's the one trade I had in mind. I couldn't really find anything else. I thought about the Wizards because they are still in what fifth or sixth. What about like, what about like a De'Aaron Fox and Heald for Simmons to make the contracts work? You're gonna have to throw another big contract in there. You're probably gonna throw Danny Green because they both get paid a bunch. I th- I don't know if they give up both for Simmons. Maybe I wouldn't. I wouldn't be opposed to a Fox for Simmons swap though. And I think it makes. I think Not it makes bad. it makes sense for the because the, the Kings. I think the Kings have drafted extremely well the last two drafts with Halliburton and Mitchell. It's such a cluster at the guard. And to me, you don't play Ben Simmons at point guard. 
You play him at power forward or center. He wants to play point guard. Either. Yeah, well, he can fuck right off. He's coming to my team. He's playing power forward. I would trade. What do, What do you? What about How about De'Aaron Fox? And I, I don't know if the fucking Sixers even want Bagley. God, how big of a bust is he? What What have you heard from the Simmons camp? Does he just want the fuck? He wants out. Sixers? He doesn't care where he goes. He does not care. He just wants out. He doesn't out. care if he goes to do it. The Kings or the Pistons. He doesn't care. He doesn't care at all. No, he wants out. He wants a fresh start. He says, I'll build my brand back up wherever I can go. He said, I just, they, they, and to me, they did. They, they bashed him so hard. And to me, it wasn't 100% on him. I thought that was bullshit. There's no way Detroit would do a Simmons gate swap, would they? No. You would do that if you were the Sixers, though, right? Oh, if I was a Sixers, I'd one hundred percent do it. I think the more likely trade to Detroit, you you get a couple good young guys. You probably get Jeremy Grant, a Sadiq Bay, and a Killian Hayes, but you're not getting Cade. They want to go big. I just think if they're gonna get rid of him because they they fucked themselves. I I mean, they they shot themselves in the foot in the off season when they said, well, how much they bashed him, they diminished his value, and then they came out saying that when you, when a team comes out saying I want to trade him. They should have waited. They should have waited for Ben Simmons to demand the trade. The value is much higher when the teams think when the team makes other teams think they want him. Still, they literally said we don't want him. You lost all. You lost all leverage. That's why you're not getting the Dame offers. That's why you're not getting the De'Aaron Foxes or the Bradley Beals or the Jalen Browns. You're not getting those offers because you diminish the value by doing that. Um. I think I think the Mavs should go big. I think you should trade. I think you should try to get rid of Kristaps, and I would offer first round pit a lot of first round picks to get Sabonis in there. Because I think the Pacers are going rebuild mode, so I think they'd be willing to take a hit on talent if they can get picks back. Actually, I would rate that a ten. I would say Sabonis and Karis Levert for Kristaps, Jalen Brunson, and two future first round picks. Dallas Sabonis and Luca, that just seems like a combo that works. Yeah, and then you also bring another guy like Karis LeVert, whether you want him or Hardaway to come off the bench, have a guy that can come in and handle the ball like Karis LeVert. Cuban, he's like waiting to, for this free agency class, right? Yeah, he's wait he wants a splash, but he's got to get rid of either he has to make a big trade. Hasn't he he's got to get up. Yeah, well he's he missed every time. Up. He's missed every time. He hasn't so got who does he think he's gonna get? I don't know. It's a good question. I don't even know who's unrestricted free agents coming up. I guess that's something we could look up real quick. Um He's got to get off the Kristaps deal, though. And I think the only way to get off the Kristaps deal is by trading future first-round picks because no one's just going to take – the Pacers aren't just going to say, yeah, we'll do Kristaps for Sabonis straight up. No, you're going to have to own a, a for two or one or two first-rounders. Um, and if you can bring a guy like – I know Jalen Brunson could be – let's be real. Karis LeVert's better than Jalen Brunson, a guy that come off the bench for you. Um, Has he been good this year? Who? Karis LeVert. He's been pretty solid. But he's, fucking, not, he's not hurt anymore? No. So is uh, – what's his name? Uh, Brunson's been unreal. Okay. So, those are a lot of players. So, I, you know, Zach Levine was a rumor. Bradley Beal as a target. James Harden's a target. No way James Harden leaves Brooklyn, though, right? Big question is, can he go in and get a, a DeAndre Ayton? Who, uh, looking like he's going to be a free agent. Why are the Suns not paying him? You just gave 45-year-old Chris Paul $30 million a year. Mikel, you're, are you telling me Mikel Bridges is more valuable than DeAndre Ayton? Zach Levine is going to be the prize because he's going to be unrestricted. And to me, if uh, 
let's say Chicago ends up having like an underwhelming season. Let's say they end up as like the six and they get bounced in round one. I do think there's a chance he leaves to a good team like like a Dallas. I would love. I know you're not as high on Levine as I am. You you don't think he plays winning basketball either, do you? I'm more on him now than I was like last summer. I would see. And I, at one point, I was with you. I thought he was a guy. You know, you couldn't build a really strong team around. But to me, I think if you could go in and pair him with a Luka Doncic, that could be special. Him and Luka could be very special. That would be sweet. Um, LeBron has a chance to become a free agent this year. Luka, Luka, Levine, and Aiden. Here's a question. That'd be pretty nice. I know I don't think it'll happen. Does LeBron dare take a look at the landscape after this year? And leave? We won't call Is he a free agent again? He has a player option. He can opt out. I think he'll opt out and just see what's going on. Could you imagine him going to Dallas? I mean, if he went to Phoenix. With Chris and Buck? Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that would be nice. That would be filthy. And here's the thing, though. I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't want him to go there because it would be a total sellout move at this point in his career. It would be, it'd be title hunting. Like at the 37, if you're going to do that, I'm going to Golden State. True. If you're doing that, I'm going to play with Clay and Steph and Dre. Can you imagine that four? With Wiggins, how Wiggins is playing, Jordan Poole and all those guys, and who knows how Wiseman's going to be? I'd sign a fucking one-year minimum. Give me a fucking fifth. If you're going to sell out that, I think Dallas is a Dallas is one where you could go to and everyone be like, okay, yeah, he's joining one of the best players in the NBA, but Dallas is also shit. They've been shitty for a long time, and they don't have a winning culture. I think if you go to Golden State or Phoenix, it's like, Jesus, LeBron, I <laughs> can't do this. I don't think he'll sell out. I think he genuinely wants to be in L.A. No, he does. And I, I was just throwing out, I, don't, I personally don't think he's ever going to leave the Lakers unless he gets the opportunity to go play with his son somewhere else. Hopefully that'd be Cleveland. Cleveland. Let's trade everything to get Bronny James at some point, okay? And LeBron come back to Cleveland, retire a Cav. Let's just wait until he makes it first. Yeah, and that's that's the biggest question. Will he even make it? <laughs> all right, so let's do a little top 10 power rankings. All right. You want to just alternate 1-1? One, one? We're going to start at 1 or you want to start at 10? Probably 1's easier. 1, yeah. All right, so who is your 1 right now? And why would they be? Why are they your 1 right, right now? now? Why are they your best team? Suns. Okay. I think they're just playing the best basketball, and they have the most continuity from last year. They have the most rhythm going on. I... I have the Suns as one as well. I, I thought about Golden State, but I realized, you know, Phoenix played Golden State fully healthy, beat them pretty easily, and then they played them without Booker, and we're in the game. Um, so, yeah, I think Phoenix is the best overall team right now. They're, they're, they're playing really good basketball. Um, Booker is – I mean, who's, who's the shooting – you gotta, you could, you got to start thinking about Booker being the best shooting guard in the NBA. We'll see what Clay has to say about that. Yeah. Two, we're going to be in agreement here again. Golden State. Yeah, I have yeah. Golden State too. I mean, they're without Clay, and look what they're doing. Curry's playing at MVP level. Not a su- surprise. Utah in your top 10? They're in my top 10. Yeah, they have to be just because they, they're they it's regular season, and they're a regular season team. I have Nets at three. I have the Nets at three as well. I can't believe that they're staying afloat with having like Harden out and all these co- KD is just fucking something else. Something else that man is. He's from. He is in my – and people can hate on me all they want. I think KD has surpassed Larry Bird. I think KD is the second greatest small forward in NBA history. And I think he's honest – I think he's a top 10 player of all time. I know I and I'm, you know, I wasn't a huge fan of what he did going to Golden State, but 
I still think I think Katie's unbelievable. Who is your four? After this, it gets really dicey. Actually, I think four is pretty set. I think five through ten is dicey. Who's your four? Milwaukee. Yeah. They've played a lot of this year without Chris Middleton, and even when he came back, he didn't. He hasn't found his footing, and then he got hurt. They played a lot of this year without him. So I still and they're the th- three in the East, I believe. So if they're the three in the East without Middleton and Holiday was hurt for a, a little bit, I still think the Bucks are right there with the Nets. They're yeah. they're the Nets competitor right now. Yeah, I agree. Who would be your five? Utah. Okay, I have Miami. Miami, surprisingly to me, I thought they were going to take a huge step back when Jimmy and Bam got hurt. They've stayed afloat. They're the 4-5. You know, Jimmy's supposed to come back soon. Bam's back in about six weeks. I, I go Miami over Utah. Um, but, yeah, I have Utah at six, right under them. All right, man. Miami at six. Then I have Memphis at seven. Okay, I don't have Memphis in my top ten. I have the Cleveland Cavaliers. At seven. And yeah, people can say whatever they want. I think the Cavs are playing tremendous team ball. They have to. They don't have really a go-to guy in the Cavs. I mean, they don't have a superstar. They have a lot of good players, though. A lot of B-plus so players. Do you think Cleveland is more real than Chicago and Washington? Yeah. I think Cleveland's a lot deeper. I think they have a better roster overall. I mean, Cleveland can literally just go arm, just swapping out bigs left and right. <laughs> You got Mobley and Allen starting. You can bring Love and Markin and Dean Wade in. I mean, yeah, I think I think the Cavs are actually legit. I don't even have Met Washington in my top ten either. You have Chicago. Yeah, Chicago's at eight. I have the Bulls at eight. I'm I'm still not a huge believer in them. I think they're good, and we're gonna get into. I mean, they're, they're the second seed. Why Why don't you like them? I just don't see – I just – I don't know. I just, their starting lineup's really nice. That starting lineup's definitely very, very, very nice. I'm just not a believer. I don't I don't see a number one on their team. I think the Cavs just – the Bulls and the Cavs are really – you could flip-flop the Cavs and the Bulls. A lot of people say the Bulls because they have the star, the star players on their team, Alonzo, Levine, DeRozan, Vucevic. I just like the way the Cavs are playing basketball. So who'd you have at seven? Memphis or the Bulls? Your eight? Yeah, and then Cavs. That's your nine. Cavs are nine, and who rounds out your ten? My nine is the Los Angeles Lakers. I'll throw the Lakers at my ten. I'm throwing. I I threw the Lakers in nine because yes, their schedule has been easy. They've also played. Piss poor basketball, and they're still a top six team in the West. I know the West's a bit down right now, but they've still managed to stay afloat at least and not go under. Um, so I have the Lakers at nine. I have the Nuggets at ten because I think when Jamal Murray gets back, the Nuggets are going to be fine. Jokic is keeping them afloat. He's at playing MVP level. Um, so I have the Nuggets at ten. I'm not a huge believer in Memphis, even with Jaw. Let's be real. Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell are not going to keep playing this way in KCP. Well, maybe KCP. That is a guy I wish we had back. I really wish we had KCP on the team. I like him a lot. KCP and Danny Green, I really miss. Surprising as it sounds, I miss Danny Green. He was so bad in the playoffs. That so it, bad. It just kind of... Well, the Schroeder, at the time, the Schroeder trade made sense. How was Schroeder? How was he doing? Uh, I mean, uh, unbelievable, of course. Probably six-man-of-the-year candidate. He's averaging, I think, 14, 15 a game for them off the bench. That's what he is, though. Yeah, he's, he's a bench guy. A, he's not no. a starting point guard. No, he's definitely not. He's a very, very good NBA player, but he's a six-man. Mm-hmm. And that's it. He's not a starting point guard. 
He lost $84 million like a dumbass. Thank God he didn't sign that contract. Dude, the Lakers would be fucked if he did. <laughs> yeah, they could probably trade Schroeder for Westbrook. Yeah, probably. But, yeah, I'm glad he didn't sign it, though, because he was awful. And I thought that was going to be such a big move. I honestly wish we could have kept <laughs> we would have kept Rondo. <laughs> they should have just ran it. They should have ran it back. Honestly. I know. I think they should have. Because the the fucking the continuity on that team was so good. Like the chemistry was unreal with that team. And it's not like they were like they weren't any older than the team they have now. I would have been fine with them just bringing in Montrez Harrell, but I didn't like the whole losing Dwight Howard. I didn't like losing Dwight Howard. Danny. I mean, JaVale McGee, he's not that good, but he's... Better than Drummond. He was good. He's better than Drummond. And Dr- of course, Drummond goes to Philly and is putting up numbers. Like, what? Yeah, losing Rondo. I mean, losing Caruso this year hurts. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing I go back to. I'd say if I could change one thing about this team, I would not re-sign THD and I'd re-sign Alex Caruso. Yeah, I'd have to agree on that. I don't really like THD. I just don't... Right now, I just he's not growing up fast enough. And his... Dude, the gap... Yes, I understand he can create more shots than Caruso could, but we don't need THG to do that. No. He can't play defense. He can only score like one ISO. on one. Yeah, one on one. He's not and he's not a good three point he's not a great three Lakers point shooter. Have enough ISO guys. Exactly. You don't need any more when you have a big three like the Lakers do, you don't need ISO guys. What we teams. thought what we thought THT was is what Malik Monk is. Except Malik Monk plays within himself and plays as a catch and shoot guy. I think that's what I think the Lakers should trade a bunch of pieces and try to get as much catch-and-shoot guys as I can. Yeah. Wayne Ellington turned into a really solid player. I'm glad to have him. He's making big shots. I like Wayne Ellington. I think that was – I thought that was a sneaky good pickup. Um, I saw the Nets are uh, shopping Jairus. I'm not saying the Lakers ship. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I would I would shop him too after I paid him $16 million a year and he can't make a three all of a sudden. That was a fucking terrible – that was like giving Davis Bertans $15 million a year by the Wizards. The Wizards somehow have formed a decent team and they have that contract. Dinwoody was a big pickup by the Wizards. He's been good. So let's do a little, before this hour closes, let's do a little top five MVP power rankings. Earlier, I remember we talked about the, it's probably a couple months ago when we talked about it, you had DeRozan in there. And I didn't have DeRozan. And is he th- in there now? He's not in there. DeRozan's still not in there. I didn't, I didn't have him in there at the beginning. I think number one for me is, I, I don't understand the whole debate at number one. I think it's fairly easy. It's Kevin Durant. Yeah. I mean... I understand Steph Curry and Jokic are doing great, but I think there's a gap in MVP voting right now between KD and two. KD's been unbelievable. And again, you you know I don't like KD, and I can't give him enough praise. I'll still give Steph two. Steph's two. KD's one. And I I think Jokic is three. Look what Jokic Jokic is averaging 28, 13, and eight. And he's keeping his team alive without his second and third best player. His second best player right now is either Jeff Green or Aaron Gordon or Jeff Green. And he's keep either the seven, I believe, or eight. I mean, where do you go after three? It's it's pretty much a three headed race. I yeah, think. I threw Chris Paul in there at four. And I threw Giannis at five. I had Giannis at four. I mean It does I mean again, like you said, five, it's a th- I don't even know. It's a three horse race. I actually think it's just a two-horse race at this point. Probably. Jokic would have to do something incredible, like leading them back to being like a top three seed or something in order to get in the race. I think whoever's team is viewed as better at the end of the year will win between Steph and KD. I think KD definitely has a leg up because he's going to have to do way more for their better team to be good. Yeah. And you'd have to think that Steph's numbers will take a little bit of a dip when Clay comes back. 
Um, that Warriors team is scary, though, I'll tell you. Very, very scary. Let's quickly go through. Almost, almost done with the NBA combo. Let's go through this real quick. Biggest disappointment and surprise in each conference. East. Surprise to me was Cleveland. I did not expect top five. I thought they could make maybe... I think I had them at the beginning as a 9 or a 10 making the play-in. Uh, them getting a guaranteed spot in the playoffs, that was over my head. Yeah. I, and who knows if they even hold on to this. Who knows? There's a lot of ball left. I didn't even have Cleveland or Washington on my radar. No, neither of them. I didn't have – I have Washington as like a 12 or a 13. Disappointment's got to be Boston. Is Boston – It's going to be Boston every single year until yeah. they blow it up. The reason – people can say Philly, but the reason why I don't say Philly, Embi was hurt for a little bit, and they don't have Ben Simmons. So I have to go Boston. They have their team. Yeah. I mean, like, they're going to be the biggest disappointment. I think the West is – I'm sure we're going to agree on the West. Surprise. I, I went Memphis. I'm surprised Golden State's this good. Uh, that you know, and I did think about throwing them in there because remember at the start we had them like four three, like four five range. I we didn't think lower than that. We did. We didn't think they'd be the be- the best record in the NBA. They played thirty games. I figured they'd be. I think nineteen and eleven. Yeah, not twenty five and five or whatever. They're twenty four and six. I mean, you look at their roster and it's just like made up of a bunch of fucking. But remember, it was like that in their twenty fifteen run. It was a lot of guys that was like, "Why are they good?" It's but because they don't have they don't have any like Sean Livingston's though. No, it's a lot of young guys, and that worries me in the playoffs though. Like Gary Payton, how long you're telling he- me Jordan Poole's gonna be dropping twenty five in a game six down three two? I don't know about that. I don't know. You tell me James Wiseman's gonna come back in and be that guy? God, they fucked up not taking Lamelo. Oh my God, if they had Lamelo, they'd be they'd be undefeated. If they had Lamelo ball, it'd be ridiculous. You think he fits with us, with Clay and Steph? I think Lamelo is the type of guard that can fit with anybody. He he's pa- you know, he's pass first. I mean, he's pass first guard. Yeah, he can score, and he's leading. The, he's leading scoring for Horton. He's leading scoring, passing, rebound, and assist for Charlotte. That's not good for Charlotte if he's your steals leader and rebound leader. Get a big Mason Plumlee is your center. Disappointment's got. I mean, it's got to be the Lakers. I almost threw the Clippers in a surprise. I did not think they'd be floating the five with no Kawhi. But it's got to be the Lakers' disappointment. Easily. I mean, who else could you even think of? The only reason I don't throw New Orleans in there is because Zion hasn't played. Yeah, that's a shitty deal, dude. Like, let's just say if Zion was playing in the Pelicans. Is this his last year of his contract? No. No, he's got one more. It's four years. This dude, is his third year. He's going to bounce, and that's going to be the biggest waste of all time. Is he going to bounce, would you say? At this point, you got to believe he will. They would trade him before he can bounce, though. They wouldn't just let him what walk. What do you even get for him right now, though? Well, that's then. you got to hope he can come back and ball next year. I, would, I wouldn't play him at all this year. I'd shut him down. I'd tell him go home, sit at home, get healthy, work out. Now, here's the thing. I've seen some pictures of you know people saying he's like 320. Some of the shit he was – then I saw a picture where he was actually wearing a T-shirt, and it looked like he was fine. Now, do I think he can play at 280 the rest of his career? Absolutely not. He's got to be at 260, 255 in my opinion. He ain't 320. You motherfuckers are so lying out there. 320. He ain't that big. All right, so we agreed that Lakers, though, disappointment. Oh, for sure. I mean, because like we said, we can't really judge the Pelicans. They don't have Zion. Lakers, for sure. They should, like you said, they should be 2010, 1911. Real quick, as of right now, our end of the 2021 NBA Finals predictions. Who are you going with right now? Fuck. I mean, goddamn. I'm going Buck Suns rematch. What do you think I'm going with? Nets Lakers. 
Yep. Nets Lakers in the 2021 NBA Finals. Who wins? Lakers in six. Why? What seed do you think the Lakers are going to get? I think they're going to finish with the four. So they'll play. They'll play Golden State in round two. Yeah. I mean, I'm not that scared of Golden State. No, me either. Their bench really is not that good at all. No. All right, here we go. We're going to dive into some college football talk. Then we still got NFL and overreaction or not. Um, you know, I, I usually – I do pick most of the bowl games. I have my picks, but we're not going to go through the fucking toilet bowls and the, you know, <laughs> the cotton candy bowls. We'll go through the playoff and the New Year's Six. The New Year's Six, I would say the Peach Bowl has had the biggest hit. Kenneth Murray the third from Michigan State, probably a first, second-round pick, not playing. Kenny Pickett, probably – Right now, it's either him or Corral, first quarterback off the board, I can't not, playing. He's not playing. I would have thought that he'd want to show out because Michigan State's pass defense is. He still has a lot to. I mean, he still has something to prove. It's not like he's yeah. Trevor Lawrence, where he's. Like, I would agree. Surefire number one. Pick. But he also might think, Jesus, this draft class is so shitty. I don't want to get hurt because I'm probably going to be a first. He's going to because of how much teams will reach on quarterbacks. He's going to be a first round pick. Him and Corral and Sam Howe. Before we talk, talk about Rattler. Oh, yeah, so Rattler going to South Carolina. I totally forgot about that. I didn't think about that. Uh, so, yes, uh, I, I, you didn't like the move. Just I thought it made sense. Your guy. Rattler is my guy, 100%. I'll back Rattler. I think he's going to end up working his way to be a first-round pick next year. I really do. And he's got two years left. So even he might, maybe the first year, he, he plays better than last year, hopefully. And then by his last year, he can work his way in. Kenny, I mean, people think about it. It doesn't matter. Kenny Pickett's almost 24 years old. He's in his fifth year of football. You don't have to be a two-year guy to be the t- to be a top pick. Now it's going to be tough to take those top positions from fucking Stroud and uh, Bryce Young, but I like the move to South Carolina. Uh, um, I think he's going to he's going to play good competition that can get him ready for the NFL. He's going to see SEC defenses. Um, they play a style I think that fits him more. Yeah, they do open it up. They also like to run under center, power football, play, like pro style football. So I think it just makes a lot of sense for him. Um, I would have, I would have loved to see a move. No bias here to Texas A and M, but you know that didn't work out. Um, I think the only, I think there, I don't even know what team she was really questioning. To be honest, uh, I think Old Miss was in the running. You know, Lane Kiffin, the quarterback whisper all of a sudden. Everyone loves Lane Kiffin. I knew he wasn't going to USC. People were like, oh, he's going to follow Lincoln. Why would he follow Lincoln? Lincoln benched him. He ain't going to follow him. Is uh, Caleb Williams, has he come out and said, like... I'm I think staying. Caleb's staying. I think I heard that he's staying, which is good. I mean, I think OU's going to be good next year. I mean, why uh, dude, would he leave? Like, what's crazy about this is, when Lincoln Riley left, they fell from 4 to 23 in recruiting for this year. Brent, Venable, Brent Venables came in and went from 23 to 10. Did, Venable, he, just, did he retain all the guys? That not did? all the guys, but a lot all of them. All the guys who didn't... Go to um, USC. He, he basically got all of them back. So, I mean, OU still ended up with a top 10 recruiting class. I will say, shout out Texas A&M, no more recruiting class in college football. Yeah, next year's our year, hopefully. And it's over? The recruiting period's over? Oh, uh, no, they're still the late recruiting. Yeah. But as of right now, A&M has the number one recruiting class in the country. Who's like two? Jimbo. Uh, Alabama, uh, Alabama was, no, Georgia was two. Ohio State, three. Alabama, four. Texas, five. I know Texas A&M has the guys, though. Huh? I know they have the athletes to compete with Bama and beat Bama, but... Can they exactly. do it for a sustained season? They never can. Never can. Never can. That's that's A and M. The do. best talent. The best. They lose to shitty teams. Mississippi State, Arkansas, LSU. LSU is an oh, it was a bad one. Calzada transferred. The quarterback transferred. He entered the portal. There, really? Yeah. Which, if Haynes Keen, our five star freshman, would have got hurt, Calzada would have never played anyway. So he's gonna be back. 
We have a four-star quarterback coming in that's really good. The one I also want to talk about, what do you think about – you know Quinn Ewers. Texas. You like the move for him? I, don't, I honestly don't know anything about him. So, Quinn Ewers so, – and then now Texas quarterback Casey Thompson. He left. Yeah. KU. Casey, KU. Um, so, Quinn Ewers is – one of only two quarterbacks ever to have a perfect grade coming out of high school as a as a recruit. He was an a thousand, a thousand out of a thousand grade they gave him. The only ever other quarterback to ever do that was Vince Young, who also went to Texas. I think it was a good move. What he did was smart because Texas wouldn't give him the NIL deals because he was seventeen years old. Texas wasn't doing that, so that's why he went to Ohio State because he got all the. He made like. Is he from Texas? Yeah, he made like he, his final three were Baylor, Texas, and Texas A and M. God, if you would have that would have been sweet too. But uh, I'm fine with Haynes King. Um, 17 years old, I heard he made possibly $3.5 million last year in NILs. So yeah, I heard one of his NILs was, was huge. literally $1.3 million. Yeah, so, so he ended up making about $3.5 million deals. So he just made bank, and now he's going to be the starting quarterback in Texas. He's going to we'll be see. good. I, I mean, I mean they, do have another, they do have another guy that's okay. I think he's going to be the starter immediately and can, can start develop. That is the question. Can Sarkeesian develop him? He's a good offensive guy, but he's got to be a head coach too. Um, we'll see about Texas. So, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. I actually, I had Pitt winning, but I'm going Michigan State. I don't know who Pitt's quarterback is going to be. I don't know anything about him. I guess, I guess Michigan State? Sure. Michigan is State by three. Is this the first time a quarterback has ever done this? In a big-time bowl game, yeah. I think in a New Year's Six or a playoff, yeah. I don't think a quarterback's ever done this where they sit out. And again, I think if even he was— like, not even a big-time. Like I, I always know, like, yeah. running backs and DNs. Uh-huh. I know they—I've never heard of a quarterback sitting out. Yeah, me either. And, I again, I think I think if he was in a class that was competing, I think it's a good play by Matt Corral. Matt Corral's playing. I think it's a great play by him. I don't know why Kenny Pickett wouldn't play. If Kenny Pickett was in a class where he was like battling to be the number one quarterback, I think he'd play. I think he knows it's he's either going to be the first, second quarterback taken for sure. It's going to be him or Corral. I mean, Malik Willis probably has the most upside, but he's so raw right now. I mean, he throws the ball like a fucking dummy. Um, but I'll go Michigan State. I guess I don't care. But I'll go Michigan State. I mean, no, no Pickett. I know they don't have Kenneth Murray, but I guess I'll go Michigan State. Yeah. By a three, I'll go close I mean, game. It's tough to lose a Heisman exactly. candidate quarterback in the last game of the year. And yeah, I, don't, I, don't I know Michigan State doesn't have Kenny Murray. Easy to replace a running back, in my opinion, because you probably have another four-star on your team. Yeah, Michigan State's better. Um, Fiesta Bowl. I like this game. Oklahoma State-Notre Dame. I'm into this game. I think Oklahoma State's got to be so I think pissed Notre Dame off. comes out fired up and wins. I do, too. I think Notre Dame wins by a touchdown. They like their coach a lot. I love him, and we'll get into that. Um, Rose Bowl. Now, this is my favorite game besides the playoffs, Ohio State-Utah. How does Ohio State react? Are they going to be one of those big-time teams that comes out and says, oh, my God, who gives a fuck? I think that they're playing for the Rose Bowl. It means more. Because the Rose Bowl, if the Rose Bowl's not in the playoff, that is the bowl game you want to be in probably. Most views by far. Now you are playing, again, and this is a team. They're playing Utah, and you know Utah is going to look to punch them in the mouth. They don't play games. Look what they did to Oregon. And Oregon beat, I know it was week two. They beat Ohio State. I do have Ohio State winning a close one. I'll go Ohio State too. Definitely a close one. Utah Utah going to play. Yeah, I have have 31-27 Ohio State. Ohio State, I mean, they have stuff to prove. Like, they just got their... They got their ass beat by Michigan. They got their ass beat by Oregon too. It wasn't that good. Mm -hmm. Clearly. And the last New Year's Six Bowl before the playoffs is the uh, Sugar Bowl, Baylor, and Ole Miss. I like this game too. 
offense versus defense. I actually like Baylor in that. I think Baylor's pretty good. I flipped a coin. Went with Ole Miss. I'll roll with Crown Link and uh, Lane Kiffin. Oklahoma, Oregon. Oh, that's a good. That's a good one to talk about. I actually think Oklahoma's going to beat the shit out of Oregon. I did too. I by did. a lot. I think they beat them like forty-one to seventeen. Oh, oh, that's not even going to be a close game. I forgot they lost their coach. Yeah, Oregon did too. Yeah, for like even a shittier, like same same level, I'd say as Lincoln Riley leaving. Oh yeah, Cristobal. I mean, high level coach, high level. Oh, I think Oklahoma beats their ass though. They're gonna come out like, or, yeah, fired. Oregon soft, and OU's quarterbacks fucking. And OU and what? Pe- and I hate when people say this about OU. Lincoln Riley isn't like fucking air raid. They run power football, and they're gonna power football the fuck out of Oregon. No Thibodeau. Obviously, he's bouncing. Why would I play in the fucking? Shit bowl. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna be the number one or two pick. I actually think Aiden Hutchinson has worked his way into being the number one pick in the draft, though. We'll get to that another time. But yeah, I'm gonna go Ole Miss in a slight one. I could again all these bowl games they go either way because you don't know who's gonna come out to play hard. Now for Notre Dame, I do think they play hard because I think they're they got a little chip on their shoulder. USC's a little pissed. Not a bowl game, are they? No, they went five and seven. What, who do you think is gonna win LSU K State? They're playing the bowl game. Yeah. In the hotmail.com bowl or some bullshit. <laughs> I actually think K-State beats them. Look up what the name of it is. Can't be good. I did not. See, this is how much I don't know about the other bowl game. I could care less. I didn't know. I, I thought K-State would be playing like fucking Utah State. The Texas Bowl. All right. That's a cool name. It's on my birthday. Go Cats, I guess. What are the odds on this, you think? Got to be K-State favored. You think K-State comes... K-State lives for these games. They, these, they play in the Texas Bowl every year. Yeah. They, they live no, for these games. K-State definitely wins this game, for sure. LSU's had like fucking 100 players leave. The odds. K-State minus two and a half. I'd yeah, take that. I actually like that. Uh, yeah, so okay. Playoff time. We'll start with the one that will be played first. I believe it is Alabama-Cincinnati. They are playing in the Cotton Bowl down in Texas. Alabama 12-1. Got the biggest win of the college football season in the SC title game by beating Georgia's ass 41-24. Bryce Young wrapped up the Heisman. I don't even know why they did the ceremony. Or I, don't know, I don't know why they brought the other three guys there. Everyone knew that Bryce Young won the Heisman. And how Aiden Hutchinson got votes over C.J. Stroud. Just ridiculous. Ridiculous. He should have got fourth. Come on. I know he, he is their best player at Michigan, but... All right, so Bama-Cincinnati, what do you think? I think it's going to be a great game, I mean, actually, but I do think Bryce Young, like he did versus Auburn, like he did versus Georgia, I think he's just going to take over the last 10 minutes of the fourth quarter. I think they win by 10. Let's see what the odds are. I thought, yeah, okay, it's still the same. Oh, that was two days what ago. What is it, six? 13 and a half. I don't, I don't think they cover that. My score prediction actually has them covering that. Because here's what I think. I think Cincinnati's going to hang for a bit. I think Alabama close. Yeah, 13 and a half right now. Total of 58 and a half. I like that to. I think I like that to crush the over. I think it's going to be a lot of offense. Bryce Young's so good. 41 27 was my prediction. I think Cincinnati keeps it around. I think Alabama gets two touchdowns in the fourth quarter to kind of close it out and win by 14. But I think the game's going to be more competitive than the experts think. It could be like a backdoor cover. For sure. Now, if Georgia is so okay, we both have Bama. You got. I mean, you got. They, they look so good against Georgia, and well, we, I I think we might have been a little wrong about Georgia. I I may have been very wrong. 
you looked at their schedule. They didn't play anyone too good until Bama. Because what sucked for them, Florida down, South Carolina ass. Clemson down. Clemson down. They, so who are the teams that – and then, you know, they played – so the, from the other side, they played Arkansas and Mississippi State, I think, in the regular season. No, Auburn. Two teams that were yeah, easy. Yeah, oh, Kentucky. The- Kentucky was the best record wise, nine and three. Who they played? Um, who do you like? I actually like Georgia. Still, you're still going Georgia. Yeah. Here's the thing for Michigan is what you need to do against Georgia is you need to get up and be able to throw the ball vertically, and I don't think Michigan can do that. They can run it well, but that plays into Georgia's style of defense is running the ball. Um, interesting. Push you say you, you have Georgia? I have Michigan. You have Michigan? I have Michigan by four. Tight game, low scoring, 24-20. I wish I could get the odds. I believe it was six and a half to open Georgia, which is fair. I couldn't find the odds because I didn't look up the odds. Uh, football picks odds. Yeah, I, I don't... I, dude, I just... I think if... And do I think... Oh my God, it's eight? That is high. Eight's high, no? You think eight's a little high? Georgia? Yeah. That's a little high. I think it should be like three and a half. Do I think Georgia has the talent to beat Alabama? Yes. I think they got to play JT Daniels. I think Georgia... That's my prediction. That's my crazy prediction. I think Georgia's going to beat Bama in the title game. Really? Yeah. You think Georgia's going to come back in the national title? come back. Pissed off. It'll be a shootout. Like the title game they played, what, four years ago? Yeah. It'll be similar to that. Do I really believe they'll win? I don't know. I, mean, I, I think it's definitely possible. I think it's just kind of a destiny feel type thing. The one thing I will say is... I mean, I'm really changing my mind now on Georgia because I think JT Daniels is going to get in. Bryce Young is just so much fucking better than anyone else that, like, I don't know if they can beat him. Very crazy. Cincinnati has the second best quarterback in this playoff. You're a big Stetson Bennett guy. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I have... Here's the thing. I will have a pick. I'll have two picks. Stetson Bennett plays. Michigan wins. They roll out JT Daniels. Georgia wins by 14. JT Daniels is so much better. The only reason they kept Stetson in was because he was doing so well. JT didn't get benched. He got hurt. Like, people have that so mixed up. Like, well, obviously JT Daniels isn't good. That he's not starting. Yeah, he was also 3-0 and as a starter. Got hurt. And then Bennett came in and played so well against shit teams, they just kept him in. I think JT Daniels is an incredible has an incredible arm. I think if they want a chance to win the national title, they got to play JT Daniels. You can't. And you know what? I hope maybe Michigan punches them in the mouth and they're down like 14-3 at halftime and they roll out JT Daniels and he leads a comeback and they go to the playoff. I think Alabama wins it. I'm going to go Bama. I know that's, you know, I know so that's... Original, man. I know, I know. I honestly think this is like... This might be one of their easier years. I don't see an elite football team. Yeah, they don't have to play, you know... Because Georgia has an... I guess, does Georgia have, have an elite play. defense? They don't play... They don't have to play an elite Clemson team like they used to. No. They don't have to play an Ohio State. They don't have to play like a... And look at the quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Look at the quarterbacks they played, you know? That's when Saban struggles is when he plays... Fields, Lawrence, Cardell... I mean, so many good quarterbacks. That's how you beat them. You can't, I'm telling you. If, if Georgia can figure out a game plan to stop Bryce Young and they can get up in that game and run the football with Stetson Bennett, they have a chance. If they get down 14, 20 to 3, it's over. He can't lead a comeback. He can't. He makes so many bad decisions. 
He's just not a good he, Again, he's a walk-on. You know, J.J. Daniels is a five-star. There's a reason. J.J. Daniels' arm talent's ridiculous. I just, I know it's, I know it's, it's kind of, now who am I rooting for? I'm rooting for Cincinnati. They're coming to the Big 12 in a few years. I hope they go ahead and win it, but I don't believe so. I do think that for a first-round matchup, Cincinnati got the best, the better matchup for them. Because Alabama defense can be very suspect against the pass. What odds do you give Cincinnati to win? I mean, it's going to be tough against Bama, man. I mean, Bama's so good. If they cannot turn the ball, if they can play turn, and I know this is cliche to say, if they can play turnover-free football and Ritter doesn't take those gambling-ass chances that he likes to take, I think they have a chance. I do think they have a shot. Because I still, even with Bryce Young, I don't think this is one of Nick Saban's best teams. No. Especially, def- I don't think defensively they're as good as they've, they, I think it's one of the worst defensive teams he's had in a while. They don't really have a great running game. Either. I mean, let's be honest. I think if Bo Nix played in the Auburn game, Auburn would have beat them. Well, they should have won regardless. Yeah, I mean, that quarterback they had, though, God, he was bad. He was terrible. But, yeah, so you're going. What do you think would have happened if Bama lost to Auburn, but they still came back and beat, and beat Georgia? Georgia? They, they would have still been in the playoff. They would probably been the one seed. So you think they would have gone from out to one? Yeah, I bet they would have dropped from like two or three, where they were to like five or six, and then they would have got back in. Because especially to everything, one? That, maybe not to the one. You probably would have bumped Michigan to the one. You have, you you would have gone Michigan one, Bama two, Georgia three. So it would have ended up. No, I think Georgia would have fell to four. Yeah, probably. I think it would have gone so it, it, Michigan, Cincinnati. It would have, it would have still been the same way. I think. I don't. Even though they shouldn't do this. I don't think they would have paired Alabama and Georgia in the first round. Even though I think that's what should have happened. I think Michigan deserved the one seed. But I knew they weren't going to pair Alabama-Georgia in the first round. They want that to be the national title. Because you, you, then you would have decided you go on 11-2 Bama or 11-2 Baylor. Well, obviously they're picking. Or maybe Bama would just... Yeah, Bama would Georgia deserves to be in? Because, you know, my whole thing was... Let's say chaos happened and Georgia beat Bama barely. I didn't think it would have been fair to put Georgia one and Bama four. But you would have had to. But if I'm saying that, if I don't think it's fair for them to do that, then why should Georgia be in? That's I. The sad why thing, is it fair to make Bama play Georgia again? Yeah, that's it's a fair point. Ass, like, but to me, if if you do, if, and I know they can say, well, we don't look at it as, you know. We don't look at it saying, well, damn, Alabama and Georgia just play. We don't want them to play again. They say they don't look at that, but they definitely do. But you shouldn't because I think rightfully Georgia probably should have been the four. I think Georgia should have been four and Cincinnati should have been three. Georgia didn't play anybody. Cincinnati had a – Cincinnati's win at Notre Dame. Well, I mean, Notre Dame's 11-1. That's a way better win than any win Georgia had. And, yeah, I know you say, well, they played in the American Athletic. They also played 11-1 Michigan Houston. Michigan has a better win than Georgia. Yeah. Alabama obviously – Alabama beat – I know they lost A&M. You know, they beat, they beat Georgia. So, I mean, I think Georgia should have been four. Alabama should have been one. Michigan, two. Cincinnati, three. You could argue that, you know, Baylor should have been in over Georgia because of strength of schedule. If Oklahoma State would have won, convincingly, I think, I think they would have robbed Cincinnati. I really do. I think they would have robbed Cincinnati, and that would have been bullshit. They deserve to be in. I don't care what conference you're in. You're 26-0. Yeah. 
They didn't lose a game last year either. No, they're under. Or no, no, they lost the first. They're on a twenty-five game win streak coming in. They went twelve and one last year. They lost their first game of the year and won. They've won every. Who did they lose to. Shit, some shit team. Dude, but yeah, I I agree. I think if you're going rightful top four, I think Georgia should have been the four and Bama should have been one. Michigan, Cincinnati should be playing each other. Because I don't think – who did Georgia play? Again, Cincinnati beat Notre Dame, who finished fifth in the rankings. So that's a quality-ass win, and you won in South Bend. And you won 24-10 to 10, convincingly. Like, it wasn't a close game. Like, Cincinnati convincingly – and yeah, Cincinnati had some dud performances against fucking shitty teams, but guess what? They got up when they played the good teams. They beat Houston. They beat SMU, who finished 9-3, 42 to like 10. When they played good teams, they played up. And that's why I think Cincinnati has a chance in Alabama. I think they're going to play up, and I think they're going to be in the game. I think Cincinnati is not far behind these teams like people think. I think people think Cincinnati's like the worst play- – and are they the worst playoff team ever? No. I mean, there's been some bad Notre Dame teams. Exactly. Made. I think this Cincinnati team is better than any Notre Dame team that's been in the playoff. There was a bad Michigan State team that made it. I mean, the OU team that got fucking trounced by the LSU, they weren't that great. No. The Jalen Hurts team? No, I think Cincinnati was better than that team. Yeah. So, I think people literally think it's Alabama, Michigan, Georgia, and then Cincinnati's like, okay, well, they're shit. We know they're going to lose. Yeah, I, think, I think Cincinnati is actually as good as Georgia and Michigan, if not better, but they have to play Alabama, who's the best team. Who do you think has a better chance to beat Bama out of the other three in the playoffs? Cincinnati, because they can throw the ball over the top. What about Georgia and Michigan? Their quarterbacks aren't good enough, in my opinion. Neither? No. Well, who has a better chance? Who has a better chance of beating them? The way Michigan's playing lately against the competition they've played, I'm going to say Michigan. The, the Michigan played, I mean, they beat Ohio State's ass. And I know the weather and the circumstances were perfect for Michigan, but to run for six touchdowns and just go right through Ohio State's defense, that was impressive. And they had a, yeah, they had a, and their loss wasn't that bad. I mean, they lost to Michigan State and they should have won that game. They were beating their ass and then Michigan State turned it around yeah. somehow. That wasn't a bad loss, though. Yeah, it looks bad because of how they lost, but Michigan State's a top 15 team. You know, Georgia, yeah, they beat, they handled most teams they played, but they also didn't play anybody that good. The yeah. best the best team they played was Kentucky. It's okay. one of the weaker SEC So it's technically the, 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 best, the best record they played was either Clemson or Kentucky. They both went 9-3. and three. And, and Clemson can't do anything offensively. Kentucky didn't have anyone special. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly think Georgia should be the four. But, again, I knew they weren't going to do it. And they can say, well, we don't look at it that way. Well, bullshit. You definitely do. You definitely, They definitely want Georgia-Bama, too, in the championship. It's obvious. Cause I, and, and to me, the four best teams aren't in the playoff. And it sucks that teams have losses. Um, and I think Notre Dame's history got them fucked. Because I actually think this was the best Notre Dame team Brian Kelly had. And his past playoff teams, I, don't th- I think their quarterback was good. Their defense was really good. I think this is the best Notre Dame team there was. I think if Ohio State didn't lose to Oregon, I think they would have snuck in. I think that, that Oregon loss came back to bite Ohio State in the ass, for sure. I think Ohio State is one of the four best teams in the countries, in the country, by far. But, again, it, 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 you, winning has to matter, though, to me. And that, do I think Cincinnati's strength schedule? No, it definitely doesn't compare with the rest. But, dude, it's tough to win. You go 13-0, no, that's impressive. You know? Yeah, they should be it, for sure. Because, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. If Georgia was four, I would be having Alabama-Cincinnati in the national title. That's crazy to think about. Yeah, because I'm, I'm with you, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go – I'm going to go – I'm going to say Georgia gets in. 
I'm going to Alabama, Georgia. In the title game or no? Not trounce. I think it's a very good game. I think they'll come ready to fucking play. They'll be like, we, we, I mean, we don't get it. If we get zero pass rush on this guy, he's going to pick us apart and throw 40 If they don't beat Bama this year, I mean, I don't know when they ever will. Exactly. Because if you look at this, yes, this may be Nick Saban's best quarterback. To me, it's not his best running back core. It's not his best O-line. Jameson Williams, and now they don't have Mechie. He's gone. He's done for the year. It's not his best. It's not his deepest receiving core. It's not his best defense. You don't beat Alabama, Georgia. I don't know if Kirby Smart will ever beat him. Because their team next year, they play so many underclassmen that aren't going to leave, that can't leave. I think they're going to be unreal next year. Yeah. Bryce Young might win back-to-back Heismans. It's very possible. (laughs) Good. I mean, dude, that kid's so special. He's so special. Dude, he reminds me a lot of Russell Wilson. The way he moves and can just get he gets out of he gets out of fucking shitty situations he'll and makes the, him good. He'll be number one next year easily. Oh, right? easily. Uh, well, yeah, we'll see. Stroud. I like Stroud. I, I think, think he's better than Stroud. I'd take him over Stroud right now. I think Stroud's damn good though. I think he's a franchise quarterback, and th- they'll go one two. Let's Rattler. Let's Rattler has something to say about it. <laughs> All right, it's great. The coaching carousel hires start off the old Lincoln. My, you know, one of my favorite college football coaches. I love Lincoln Riley. Sorry, OU, you will not be my top five teams I root for next year because he's gone. Um, so Lincoln to USC. Do you like the move? I think it's a B. You think it's a B move? No, I'm kidding. Okay. It's an A plus for both. Because uh, I'll go first on this. Um, Oklahoma fans, I know. Your houses are filled with water because you're crying so much about it. Get over it. You, now you're saying, I don't want to hear any more. I don't want to hear any more comments because you keep putting out there, we got our guy. I don't want to hear it. What Lincoln did was, sm- and you know what? You guys, it's okay with the transfer portal. It's okay with all these guys leaving. Why can't Lincoln look out for him? You're telling me you'd turn down 110 over 10? Uh, private jet whenever I need it. They bought me an $8 million home. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm basically gonna turn into the what Pete Carroll was and dominate recruiting in California. Oh, and I only have to beat Oregon, who actually might take a dip because they just lost their coach. Who do I have to beat in the Pac-12? I'm probably gonna make the playoff whenever I want it because we're probably not gonna lose a game in the Pac-12. We're gonna go 12 and one or 13 no each year. So you're gonna be in the playoff. Obviously, they're gonna put USC in the playoff. How is it about? I know you're hurt that he left the way he did, but players do the same thing. So, and I don't hear any bitching about that. He, did, he made the right decision for himself and his family and his future. He doesn't have to go play. especially So Oklahoma and Texas are going to the, going to the SEC. What happens if Oklahoma gets thrown in that old uh, SEC West where you got to see A&M, Alabama, LSU, Auburn, Arkansas, Mississippi State, Ole Miss every year? You have a potential to lose three to five games every year. I think it was the right move. He's going to dominate the Pac-12. USC is back. He's going to dominate. Look at the recruits he's already gotten. He's been there for a month. I mean, I can't. I, it's an A plus. It's an A plus move. I mean, USC couldn't hit a bigger home run, in my opinion. He is a top five coach in college football. I don't know how they got so lucky. Honestly. And you you pried him away from a top five program in Oklahoma. Now again, they. Remember when Mike Tomlin said they're gonna have to write a big, you, they can't write a big enough blank check. Well, they wrote a big blank check for Lincoln. And Oklahoma wasn't matching. You ain't gonna pay him eleven million a year. 
you know you're not doing that. So you grade it A? a or one, one to ten. Ten? Ten. Ten? Ten out of ten, for sure. So let's let's flip it back. Brent Venables to Oklahoma. Let you lead on this one. I'll go with seven. Um I mean, did he retain the staff that Lincoln had or what happened with that? Um well, he brought in the he actually brought in the Oklahoma or the old Miss offense coordinator, which I thought was a huge get because a lot of people thought he was going to get the Oregon job. Um, I mean, he's just been strictly a defensive guy for twenty, thirty years now. Yeah, if, their defense should be way better. But if they can, if this coordinator can keep the offense afloat and he can build the defense, I do think he could be a correct hire for moving to the SEC. I think he'll be fine. I don't. I don't know if he's ever going to be a guy who leads them to a title or a college football playoff, though. I would agree. I mean, it's, and if he does, he better do it in the next two to three years. I think they'll 12. go 11 and 2, 12 and 1. Yeah. Ten, I mean, they'll win 10 games easily next year just because they're Oklahoma. They're going to have better players than pretty much everyone else in the Big 12. I, I like him better than Sarkeesian at Texas. I would agree with that 100%. I'd give it an 8, actually. Um, I thought it was a great move because he, first off, he loves Oklahoma. And. Let's be honest, he's had, it's a huge get for Oklahoma, in my opinion, because he's been offered big-time jobs throughout his tenure at Clemson. He's never taken them. So you were able to get him from Clemson, where he was the highest-paid coordinator in college football, basically the head coach of the defense. You know, he, he ran the defense. So I think it's, an actu- it's actually a big hire. Um, I do think that they're going to be fine. Um, in the Big 12, I would expect them to win the Big 12 in the next you know, two, three years. I really would. I would think if you can definitely keep Caleb Williams and keep him progressing, I'd say they can win the Big 12 until they leave. Uh, it'll obviously be a, I mean, it's obviously be a huge challenge no matter who's there to win the SEC. You know, you got to hope, can we get on the SEC East so we don't have to play in the West, which I'm guessing they give Texas the uh, East so Texas can get good. Cause, I heard they're actually redoing it all. Oh, okay. I like that. So they're going to keep Texas and OU together. They um, need to do some rearranging. They're rearranging it. So they have to. Because the West and the East is so... I mean, it's Georgia and then Sia, Alabama, LSU, A&M, Auburn, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Arkansas. Like, you got to redo it. I like that. I hope they do. Balance it out. I don't give a fuck about geography. Just balance it out. Maybe take... Maybe uh, instead of keeping... Maybe throw a... So we can get a little A&M-Texas rivalry. Maybe throw A&M... Texas to Oklahoma onto the Georgia side and give and maybe throw back a team, you know, Florida could still be viable, throw them to the east or the west. Make it just make it more balanced. Make it more balanced because, God, it's not balanced at all. I mean, it's you know how hard it's going to be for a team like LSU, AM to ever get to the SC title playing in that with having to beat Alabama. So that's the next one we're getting to Brian Kelly. I actually give that an eight. Eight? I, I would agree with eight, nine. I mean, yeah. He's a top five coach in college football. 100%. The only thing that worries me, and I've heard people say, is just can he recruit that area? Like, yeah. Can he connect with those families and bring them in and take on the LSU culture? Like, have you seen the shit that he's already been doing? Like the Southern accent shit? What is that? <laughs> Dude, when I, I didn't even believe it at first, and then I saw the video, I'm like, no. Don't do that. But. I think he's a great coach. I mean, though. who else? Who could they have got that was better than that? Like, the Baylor coach, I guess. And he's not better than Kelly. Not yet. I mean. Kelly's I mean, so what? If, if, you know, like you said, it's probably Saban. 
Brian Kelly's in the top five. Lincoln Riley's in the top five. Uh, Ohio State's coach, J- uh, Ryan Day. I mean, so you're Dabo, not Dabo. in Dabo, You're not prying Dabo from Clemson to LSU. You're not prying, prying Ryan Day from Ohio State. Now maybe if they thought Lincoln Riley was going to have a chance at leaving, I think they did reach out to him because there was speculation. Oh yeah, him. there was because they asked him about it. He said, "I won't be the head coach at LSU." He wasn't lying. He wasn't going to be the head coach at LSU. He was going to be the head coach at USC. <laughs> <laughs> now let's go back to him for a second. Do you think he knew for a while, or do you think it was really spur of the moment? It's hard to believe it was spur of the moment. I'll just it say happened that. so fast. It happened the day, I mean, the morning after. They lost. It's hard to believe his first phone call. From his first phone call at 3 in the morning, he was saying? Yeah, he said it was when he got home. In the morning when he accepted the job. It's hard to believe that's the only six hours he's thought about it. Now. His it, agent had to have contacted him and got reached out to him two weeks before and said, hey. This is going on. They're thinking about, does this interest you at all? Just think about it. And it's got to be an interest. Immediately, the USC calls. And here, here's why I could believe it. Now, I don't believe it. Here's why I could believe it, though. It's Los Angeles. I'll they be- could have just thought. I'll believe the part where that's when, like, the actual, like, talking between the two universities, like, formally, all right, let's do this. But I definitely think that his agent in USC had been communicating. He knew. That it was a possibility. Yeah. But maybe, maybe that night, you know. Maybe you and it, I think what happened was they'd been in contact for a month or so, and USC was planning this deal the entire time. And I think once he lost the Oklahoma, once you lost the Baylor, I think uh, or you lost Oklahoma State, I think they were like, "Let's throw this offer." And I, I would, I would, I would agree. I think when they called him at three a.m., they threw him that offer right then and right there, and then he thought about it until the next morning. I just don't think he wanted to do what like Brian Kelly did. And- Leave his team in a situation like if they won, and leave he, his team in a situation where they could have gone to the playoff. Exactly. So yeah. who knows if they won that game and beat him again the title game? Who knows? I don't. I mean, could he be? I don't know if he would be the coach at USC right now. The only reason why I have suspicion that he knew for a while because when USC fired Clay Helton, there was like a week where they talked about people, and then they went dead silent. Yeah. So were they? Even let's say Lincoln even made the playoffs, let's, because let's be honest, they we also never heard of Lincoln's name at all. Exactly, we heard about him for LSU, but never for USC. Exactly, they my were point. Quiet. Oh yeah, and so what? Maybe maybe Lincoln was telling them, or his agent was, let's wait and see what happens at the end of the season. Even if they make the playoff and lose in the first round, I still think he takes the job. Yeah, I agree. Because USC was talking to nobody. And it's USC. They were the only guys they... Dude, they threw smoke signals of big-time NFL coaches they knew they weren't getting. They knew they weren't getting Mike Tomlin. He's in a dream job. They just threw smoke signals. I think they knew the entire time that if Lincoln didn't win a... Now, if he would have won a national title, we're probably talking a little different. He's probably not leaving. But... It would be interesting to see if OU did go on because, like... I mean, USC would be fucked because look at all the things that happened right now. USC got a blessing with him losing to Oklahoma State so he could begin recruiting immediately. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be weird. All right, so I'm going 10 for Lincoln. You went 7 for Venables? Yeah. I'm going 8. You went. We're both going 8 for Brian Kelly. Freeman going from D.C. to head coach at Notre Dame. I mean, just based off how the players have reacted and talked about it, I'll say it's 10. And all I've heard from people is that he's an unbelievable recruiter. You're not going to pry away big-time guys good at Notre Dame. Like, no. You could have got maybe Luke Fickle. I don't know if he would have taken the job or not, but he wasn't going to take They the could have called Cristobal. Cristobal wanted Miami. He wanted to go there bad. I know that. 
it was so weird they were negotiating with Cristobal why they still have Manny Diaz under contract. <laughs> That's fucked up. Manny Diaz preparing. Or they, I think they're playing the bowl game. No, he's gone. He's a, he, he got defense coordinator immediately somewhere. Um, yeah, I'm going to say I don't want to go too high for I think Freeman. This is, this is the best coaching carousel it's ever been, and I think everyone had home run hires. It's yeah. crazy. I'm not going, I'm not going 10. I'm going to keep it around a 7-8 for Freeman because he's got a lot to prove still. Never been a head coach. He's young. Very young. But I, I still think, like, Notre Dame has a ceiling. Like, Ronnie yeah. Kelly took them to their ceiling. They're never going to win a title. They're it's just probably. Not. It's tough. They can't recruit the same dudes that Clemson and Bama get. Like, I agree. Can't. I would agree. I, I don't think they're ever going to win a title. I think he just keeps them around to saying they're going to be a 10-win team every year. They're going to fight for the playoff. And they may get in They may get in a year, and then they'll probably lose in the first round. Yeah. I mean, it's the same. I mean, Brian Kelly, he took them to as good as they can be, I think. And they were never really that close to being a title contender. No. How about Mario Cristobal? I think it's a 10. It's 10. It has to be a 10. Dude, I think he's going to – dude, can you imagine? In fucking two years, three years, USC and Miami back in the playoff. Uh, yeah, I like – I think it's a 10. I think it's a good move for him. I think we were talking about ceilings. I think he hit a ceiling at Oregon. I don't think he was going to do much more. You know, I mean, let's be real. You went 10-3 and three with Jay Herbert. That was the best quarterback he's I'll ever had. I'll say it's a 10 for Miami. I don't know. I'm saying it's like a seven for him. I mean, he has a bunch of pressure going back. Oh, he does. Miami. He does. And here's the problem with him. He better hire Oregon than it is at Miami. He better hire a good staff because I think the knock on him is great recruiter. Don't know how good he is at developing talent. I mean, Oregon's had some unbelievable teams that have underperformed. I mean, the Herbert year they went ten and three. They should. They could have been the national title contender that year. Um, yeah, I think Miami the hires. I mean, Miami, you couldn't have got better. You couldn't have got anyone. I mean, that's an unbelievable poll, in my opinion. And you're, Miami's lucky that that's, his, that's where he wants to be. Because let's be honest, if it was like, there's no way a Lincoln Riley or a Brian Kelly's going to Miami. No. Not a chance. So, yeah, I love the hire for Miami. So let's rank those, one through five. Lincoln, one. Um, Cristobal, probably two. Brian Kelly, three. I'll go with Venables four, and then Brian uh, Freeman. He has so much to prove. We just said, we have the exact same five. I have the exact yeah. same five written down. I, you know, I think uh, Kelly I definitely would say Oregon six. I don't really like that hire. Who did they get? The Georgia offensive coordinator. I didn't even know who he is. I mean, what is when has Georgia ever been that great offensively? Oh, Dan Lanning. All right. Yeah, we'll see. The only good thing is Oregon has the reason why I like the reason why it's so good to be at Oregon. It's a good job is you have the fucking backing from Nike. Kids love the shit to get kids love to go to Oregon. I mean, look, they pulled the number one. I think one, Oregon's they, a better job in Miami. They pulled the number one they pulled the number one player in the country and they got Thibodeau. That's an incredible pull. Real quick, how about the number one kid flipping to Jackson State? What'd you think of that? I think it's dumb for him, honestly. I, I that's incredible that Dion was able to do that. We'll see, man. I don't know. Should Florida State have fired their head coach and hired Dion Sanders? Yeah, I think he would have. The recruiting would have been ridiculous at Florida State. He'd get everyone from Florida. Uh huh. I mean, for you got to believe Cristobal is going to get everyone in Florida now. Oh yeah, he is an unbelievable recruiter. My, I think Miami's talent wise. I think Miami can 
talent-wise, you're going to be able to compete with the Clemson. It's all about can you get the team together. And that's always been Crystal Ball's issue a little bit, in my, my opinion. You know, he's not the best at developing guys. That's why I think he needs to hire a tremendous staff. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun year in college football next year. Oh, I can't wait. These coaching moves are incredible. I think USC is going to be in the playoff year one. Um, I'll go year two. I think they're in the playoff year one. They win the national title year three. <laughs> uh, people gonna people gonna sleep, and I know nobody talks about USC the last fucking how many ever years. Lincoln's got a quarterback over there in, in Jackson Dart. I'm gonna tell you right now. Jackson Dart is a very good quarterback. Um, I think uh, Lincoln's going to have a really good year with him next year. He's 18 years old. He played very young this year. He was a he was one of those guys that graduated early, and he played immediately. He was 17 during the season. At one point, he was 17. Um, very high-level recruit. He was a five-star, I believe. Sierra, uh, yeah, Corner Canyon. Four-star, number 10 quarterback from that class. I think they're going to be damn good next year. I think they win the back. I think they win the Pac-12. What do you think about that? Maybe I'm jumping too quick in the playoff. I think they can win the Pac-12 next year, though, and go to the Rose Bowl. Oh, can't? I mean, Pac-12's a dump. I mean, Oregon's taking it. You know Oregon's going to take a dip for sure for a little bit. For sure. So what, Utah is the next best team? Which, I mean, their defense is usually always pretty good, but Utah's the team you're dealing with, you're going to smoke the Arizonas. You're going to smoke the Cal teams. Smoke Colorado. Uh, UCLA. I think I would say at worst, the regular season's 10-2. and two. I'll say their worst is nine and three. Okay. Worst. And which nine and three might be good enough to get into the Pac twelve title. What you it was for Utah. Probably will be. Utah was nine and three. All I mean, right. Oregon lost to fucking who? Stanford and <laughs> Utah. Oregon went ten and two. They finished ten and three. I mean, again, I think if you know, I would love to, I wonder if they're uh they usually if they got any good non conference games. USC football. 2022 schedule. Um, football schedule is 2022. I mean, so your non-conference games are... Oh, Notre Dame last game of the year, though. I always forget about that game now. It's not as big as it once was, you know? What? Notre Dame SC. Now it's big. It's going to be big now. So you yeah. play... They get Rice and Fresno in their non-conference. Should win. <laughs> they don't even play Oregon. Their last two games are their biggest games, UCLA and Notre Dame. So I wonder, did Chip Kelly turn it down? Because I saw that Chip Kelly got the call about the Oregon job. Like it was like oh, they were. The, who was the first call? I don't know. Did they not call Matt Campbell? You think Matt Campbell? I think Matt Campbell would have left Iowa State for Oregon. Yeah, I just I don't think they called him. I don't know if that's a good fit. Are you surprised Fickle's still the coach, of Cincinnati? No, only because his team was making a playoff run. So. And you knew he wasn't leaving. Yeah. I mean, he'll he'll get the next big job that opens, but, I mean, it seems like that won't be for a while. Yeah. Texas. Texas. Next year. He's got to be the first call, you be, I mean, you'd think. You're going to have... It's not urban. You're going to have the highest graded... You're going to have the second highest graded quarterback of all time. You're going to have probably the best running back in the country next year at Texas. If they can't form a season, a winning season, hell, Texas should win nine games next year at least. Oh, Urban. Urban back to – oh, they hired a guy already. Wouldn't it be a jab if Urban went to, like, Florida State? No, nah, he wouldn't do that.
I was thinking Urban back to Florida, but they just hired the Lafayette coach. Why have Florida tried now? I guess they tried to go big with Dan Mullen. That's all Dan Mullen got to do. God, that was an absolute disaster at Florida. Just yeah, disaster. Florida's, Florida's in a weird situation. All right, before we go to NFL, let's get let's do a little overreaction or not. So I got six NBA ones, six NFL ones. We'll each give our overreaction or not. We'll allow Fee to go first. The Lakers cannot win a title with this big three. Is that an overreaction or is that not an overreaction? I'm going to say not an overreaction. I don't think they can win. with Maybe not with this big three, but with the team makeup, I don't think they can win with this team makeup. Okay. I, w- I went slight overreaction. Stephen Curry is the greatest point guard of all time. Overreaction or not? Overreaction. You don't think he is? Who, who would you have over him right now? Magic. Just Magic? What do you have Stockton too? Probably just Magic. I mean, I look at Steph as so much more of just like a combo combo guard shot maker rather than just a point guard. Yeah, I would. I would. I said not an overreaction. I actually do think Steph's the greatest point guard ever. So I actually have now starting to get in there. I have three players from this from this type of generation in my top ten greatest all time: Steph, Katie, and LeBron. That's not, that's not too unreasonable, honestly. No, it's not. I don't Old think so. are going to be mad about it. Yeah, but. I think there'll be... I honestly think just how much hate KD gets, I think there'll honestly be more hate for KD being in there than Where Steph. Where is... How high can Kawhi go on the all-time list? I think he can definitely reach top 25. I don't think he touches top 10. Who's a bigger snub from the top 75, Clay or Dwight? Both were, I think, massive snubs. How did AD get in over Dwight? Yeah, I'm going to say Dwight because I don't think people realize how dominant that man was for seven years in Orlando. Dominant. Dude, he was dominant. I'll go Dwight. I think Dwight's a bigger snub than Clay. But I think Clay is a big snub. <laughs> There's some of those like 1940 guys like, dude, chill the fuck out. They ain't top 75 ever. I know you're trying to pay your respect. They ain't better than Clay, though. And I honestly said that I think I think it's – was Dame in? Dame was in. I don't know if he was or not. I think Dame was in. I think that's bullshit over Kyrie. I think Dame's better all time than Ky- or Kyrie's better all time than Dame. Oh yeah, Kyrie was snub. How the fuck, Kyrie's that's bad. Yeah, Kyrie's better than Dame all time. I don't get how you can make that argument that Dame's better than Kyrie. What has Dame done in the big time? I mean, Kyrie has one of the biggest shots in NBA history. Yeah, if not the it's it's him or it's him or Ray. Ray Allen was in it, right? Yeah, Ray was in it. Giannis was in it. I was Ray in it, but Clay wasn't. Exactly. I mean, I know people love Ray. I think Clay and Steph are the two greatest shooters ever. Clay's probably had a better career than Ray. Yeah. Not better, but close. Close. Definitely the achievements are higher than Ray's. But, dude, Ray back in the day, man, when he was, like, prime. Well, Clay, I mean, he's probably going to break Ray's records. I know Steph just did, but I'm guessing Clay will. Sometime, probably. Much. Yeah, if he can stay healthy. Yeah. I don't know how far behind he is, but. All right, so overreaction or not? Suns are the best team in the NBA. We kind of already got into this, but. Not an overreaction now, but I don't. I just, it's still I tough. I think there's so many more talented teams in them. Yeah, they just play as a good team. Like last year, I didn't think they were that good. No, I didn't either. But they got lucky. They played injured teams. Injured teams. The Lakers are being idiots right now. So yeah. Clippers don't have Kawhi. What can I say? I mean, yeah. I don't think Kawhi is going to play this year. They're, they're just going to shut him out. Which is crazy. That's crazy to me. I mean, if they're going to be the sixth seed, why waste him playing a month before the year? And Well, I mean, if you're the sixth, though, you get Utah. Now, if they're in a play-in situation, which I actually think they could be, I think they're playing well over what I thought they. They're sixteen and thirteen. 
I thought at this point they'd be like 11 and 18, 12 and 17, something like that. I did not think that Paul George and them would play that good. I'm telling you, I was wrong. I'll say it. Ty Lue is a great coach. Great coach. Uh, Nets are clearly the class of the East. Overreaction? Yeah. Not not an overreaction, or it is an overreaction. It is an overreaction. I still I still trust the Bucks more than the Nets. Yeah, I mean, because you don't know. First off, Kyrie didn't get that vaccination. He ain't playing in three of the Bucks games, so all the Bucks got to do is win one game in Brooklyn. Do you think part time works or no? During the regular season, I do think it'll work. Not in the playoffs. I'm not for it. So where he can't play if they play, play the Knicks. Or if they play the Knicks, yes. they won't win the playoffs. Or could they? Well, I mean, round one or so. So he could miss. If, so that'd be crazy. If they played like the Knicks in round one, he'd miss the entire series. That's nuts. And that's big for the Knicks. I'm not saying they beat the Nets, but that's you have a, a lot better chance with him out. I People are – and again, how Kyrie has been the last four years made me, you know, lo- like him – Less and less, but people are people. I think when he gets to play, people are going to remember how good of a motherfucking point guard he is. He still might be the second best point guard in the NBA. Bulls are pretenders, not contenders. Not an overreaction. I yeah. I think, I think the only contenders in the East are the Nets and the Bucks. I think the Heat are still going to be a tough out when they're healthy. I'm not saying the Heat will beat either of those teams. I think the Bucks. That's a that's a tough matchup for the Bucks in the, in the East. If they have to play the Heat in round two. Which is possible. That's a tough matchup. I'm not saying the Bucks will lose to them. I do agree. I think the Bucks are I probably think the Bucks need to get healthy and all together. Yeah, uh, still they will. Class. It's them in the Nets for sure, though. Who's the title contenders? Uh, Celtics should blow it up. Oh, hundred percent, they should. Yeah, it's not no reaction. That's easy. They have to blow it up. It, and if you know, if you want to, we've been saying this for three years now. And and guess what? You know what I think is going to happen? I don't think they make a damn one damn move this season. I think it's going to be in the offseason. Well, I think they fucked up by. Keeping Brad Stevens in the organization. It didn't make sense to me. Why would he step down as a head coach and become the GM? Like, what did he do as a head coach to show you that? And I actually think they made a, a, a great hire in Udoka. I think he's a great coach, but I think their roster is not constructed well. Who did they trade for Kemba? They got a first-round pick. And they drafted... Oh, no. They traded Kemba for Al. Horford? Yeah. To the Thunder? Yeah. And the Thunder bought him out. And Al Horford's actually poss- probably been their third best player this year, sadly. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it. Mean, I, I don't think Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were. They and don't have a point guard. They don't have a big guy. I, mean, I love Robert true. Williams. A lot of energy. Four years, $57 million. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out with $14 million a year for him. He's a great energy guy and a good defender. Not even an elite defender. He's a good defender. And you gave him fourteen million, questionable, and that's a GM bar to Brad Stevens. Let's go into the NFL. Well, before we go into NFL talk, let's do a little overreaction. Or not in the NFL. Packers are the best team in the NFL. Overreaction or not? Not an overreaction. They are better. I'm going to say it right now. Right now, teams. I will say the Packers are the best team in the NFL. Right now. This not is, saying I'm picking this them is after Thursday night. Yeah, I'm still going to say the Packers because the Chiefs still have Mahomes. Mahomes. You, you, this, a lot of this year, you've seen a lot of Texas Tech Mahomes this year. Reckless. I mean, they kind of the Chargers got whatever they wanted against the Chiefs. Like the Chargers threw that game to the we Chiefs. We can say, oh, the Chiefs defense. They got lucky on the fucking fumble at the two yard line. They got lucky on the interception. It was a tip. They pass. the Chiefs did make some very good plays on the fourth down. Stuff. The Chiefs they their defense makes 
the most timely plays I've ever seen out of the defense and, ever. And guess what? To win Super Bowls, that's what you need. And that's you why ne- they win. Yeah, you need your – and I think their defense – But it's not like they're just, like, stopping teams. Like no, crazy. but their defense has gone from 30th to definitely top 17, 16, 15 defense. Their defense is 100% good enough to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. For sure. It Actually, it's probably – I think it's maybe the best defense in the Mahomes run. The way they're playing right now. The way they're playing right now, not including the start of the year that was terrible, but the way since they've changed shit around, dude, the Melvin Ingram trade was big because you were able to bring Chris Jones back to the middle. And ever since they moved him back to the middle, dominance. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. And Nick Bolton, I mean, good God, what a pick that was. And Creed Humphrey at center. He's already one of the best centers in the NFL. Yeah, they're walking away with the East or the AFC. Cowboys are not Super Bowl contenders. I'll hang on for a little bit. I'll say that's an overreaction. overreaction. I'm still, I'm still barely hanging on. Like you were saying earlier for the train, I'm, I'm about off. One more loss and I'm off. But like when I think about the Cardinals, I still think the Cowboys are better than the Cardinals. Who do they play? Cowboys. Yeah. Play the Cardinals week seventeen. Giants. Redskins. Skins, Cardinals. Eagles. That's at least three and one. If they don't go three and one, I'm worried. If you go two and two, one and three, I'm worried. If you go, yeah. If they lose, if they lose to the Cardinals, I can forgive it because the Cardinals are a good football team. They cannot lose any of those division games. I mean, good God, the Giants and the Redskins are playing with guys that should be playing in the fucking XFL. That's who the Giants and the Giants are running Mike Glenn out there at quarterback. I want to so badly say it's not an overreaction that they're not Super Bowl contenders, but I'm going to hold on a little bit longer. They now they get blown out by the Cardinals. I'm off. If you can, if you lose a close game, I'll stay on. Let's say they get blown out 31-10 by the Cardinals. I'm off. I'm worried about their offense. It's weird. God, it was so good those first eight games. Like Dak just looks off. You you said it ever since that calf injury against the Patriots. It's been it's been weird. Yeah, I don't know what it is. He, it's not like a physical thing either. It's not like he's like hobbling around or moving different. He's just like missing weird open throws, man. It's in the head, man. I think it's mental with him right now. But I'm gonna say Seat's it's banged up badly. You can tell now. Pollard's banged up too. That hurts. I'm gonna say it's not an overreaction for now. Or I'm gonna say it's an overreaction for now. Rams are better than the Cardinals. Not an overreaction. They are. I think they are too. I'm, I think they've never been on the Cardinals train. I, I think, think you said the Ravens that first round exit written all over of them. Cardinals do too. Cardinals so do the Cowboys. Cowboys have first round exit written all over them, dude. All over them, and you know it. And I want to hang on, but dude, if they have to play the Rams in round one or something, I am worried to death. The Rams are figuring out Odell. Odell's playing good football now. That, them picking up Odell actually was a huge pickup after Robert Woods went down. What's it going to be? It's going to be Packers, Bucks, Bucks, probably Cowboys if they beat the Cardinals. What if they lose to the Cardinals? They'll be four. Cardinals will be three. Or if the Rams can overtake it at some point. So they're either going to play the Rams or the Niners, or the Cardinals. Yes, I like all those matchups besides the Rams. It's going to be a fucking tough first round game. And there is a, sh- I mean, the Bucks. The only thing is, I don't think they're getting up to the two. So that's what I'm saying, though. If Dak is injured at all, I, and I don't even know if it's injured though. I think it's mental. I do. I think it's mental with him right now. It's going to be a tough first round matchup for sure. But I obviously would rather play Jimmy Garoppolo than fucking Stafford and the Rams 
Or I would honestly rather the Rams win the division and play the Cardinals in round one. Yeah. Rams is a it's a do I think the Cowboys can beat the Rams? For sure. That's a tough matchup though. That is a scary wild card team. That's a bad first round team. I mean You don't want to play them. Whoever has to play them first round, I feel so bad. <laughs> that's like playing a team that should is is like a one seed worthy. Like that's gonna suck if the Cardinals play them. Like they're gonna lose that game. Chiefs will easily make the Super Bowl. Yes. Not an overreaction. Oh yeah. They'll I think it's gonna it. be easier than the past two years. Yeah, I do too. I think they win every game by at least ten. I mean they may lose the Cincy. Like yeah, the Bengals. They're not going to lose the Steelers. I don't think they're going to lose another game. I they're think they're going to go the Broncos, but like I think they'll go thirteen and four, and they're going to be the ones. Let's talk the Pats slander of them hanging with the Chiefs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. clearly not the happening. Pats. Obviously, they lost tonight, twenty-seven seventeen. Fought back late, but you know, really, it was Colts they handled that game. game. Now nah, Colts handled that game. Uh, Jonathan Taylor broke a seventy-yarder that I called three seconds before um, to ice the game. Twenty-seven seventeen Colts. So I did have to re when we get to it. I did have to rearrange my top ten. Um, you had the pass, the Colts winning, right? Yeah, I did have the Colts winning. I had the winning by. Uh, I had that just had Colts three. winning written all it over. Did. It did. Yeah, they needed it. They I lose that game. Smart betting person would have picked it. They lose that game. Tough for them to get into the wild card at seven and seven. Um, so we got about four minutes here left in the hour. So here's here's the Patriots one. The Patriots are still a year away from being legit Super Bowl contenders. I think they're. Two or three years away. So, you would say they're definitely not this year. Oh, fuck no. Yeah, I mean... I think they have first-round exit written all over them, too. Yeah. Maybe not, because the AFC is so weak. It's going to be... Because they're probably going to be the three or the four... Are they going to win the division? They have to play the Bills next week, right? Yeah, even with this loss, though, they're still up. Unless the Bills win, they're... Who do the Bills play this week? Who do the Bills play? I forgot. I think they put the Jags in. They put the Jags, I'm pretty sure. So that's a winner. Is it? I thought the Jags. No, Jags play the Texans. Bills. Oh, well, they play the Panthers, so same thing. Um, so, okay, actually, so that game's going to be huge. It'll be 9 and 5 New England versus 8 and 6 Buffalo. I'm so off the Buffalo train, though. It's not even funny how far I am off. I can't even I, see I, the train. I think I'm still more on Buffalo than New England. Even though, goddamn, I mean. I'm on New England more than Buffalo. I'm not on anybody in the AFC, though, besides the Chiefs. I think a team that's going to be sneaky dangerous in the playoffs, if they can get there, is the Bengals. I really think they're going to be sneaky tough. Yeah. They got weapons. They got a solid defense. I think the Chargers are going to be a tough out for a while. you got to tell me you're probably going to have to – Cincy and Chargers is your wild card and maybe Buffalo. That is a tough wild card for the fucking teams that won their leagues. I would their divisions. All. Because so be- you got the Titans as the two. They're probably going to get, let's say they get the, the Bengals. That's tough. I think the Bengals, I mean, depending on how healthy. Then you're going to get, you're probably going to get the Patriots versus the Bills. That's a toss-up. I would pick the Bills. And then you're going to get Chargers-Ravens. I'm taking the Chargers. Ravens are too banged up. Ravens, if Ravens were fully healthy, Ravens are the only team of the Chiefs that I would be on board with. But injured, I can't trust them. I think the wild card teams might be better than the yeah. three through five seed right now. I would have to or agree. Two, sorry, the two through four seed. All right, last one. Herbert is much better than Joe Burrow. Is that an overreaction or not? Much better? Much better was the question. 
Wow. I'll say... I went overreaction. I saw it. I'll Slight say it. overreaction. He's better. He's better, but I don't think he's much better. It's not like it's like crazy. Like No, no, it's not. Burrow's good. Burrow's damn good, and he's tough as shit. Let's be real, the Bengals would take Herbert if they redid the draft. You think so? I mean, I would hope so. Herbert's better. But I think Joey fits them. I think he, he's... I know. He's, he's, he, maybe they wouldn't. He's an Ohio guy. I like Joey B, and I was off the train until the fucking playoff that he had. Um, yeah, I like Joey B. I like both. Yeah, he fits, he fits Cincinnati too well. Yeah. All right, here we go. Last topic, NFL. This will probably be... We've talked a lot of NFL, and we, so we can kind of speed through these rankings and stuff. Let's do our top ten teams right now. Who you got? I got the Packers one. I got the Packers one as well. Um, Chiefs two. Same. I actually go Bucks three. I have Bucks three as well. Um, Bucks three. Rams four. I actually have the Cardinals at four still. Crazy as it sounds, oh. I still have the Cardinals at four right now. Rams got to still do because I. It is only two weeks ago they got their ass whipped by the Niners, and then yeah, they beat the Jaguars. I was I was I do think I would pick the Rams in a playoff game. I want to see the Rams still do more, though, and get more consistent. Stafford be more consistent. That's why I don't have the Rams. I have the Rams a little lower right now. So Rams four, I said. Yeah, I got Cardinals four. I got the Cowboys at five. I have Dallas five. Or Dallas five, Cardinals six. I have the Colts six. I have the Rams seven. I Really? Yeah. I have Colts seven, Chargers eight. I have the Patriots at eight, Chargers at nine. Ten was a tough one. There was a lot of teams that you could, you know, put in the ten. I'll go Pats nine. Okay. Ten. I went with the Titans. I'll go Ravens ten. The only reason I went with the Titans is because, I mean, they're nine and four with all those injuries. That's got to count. That's pretty impressive, in my opinion. Um, I Now, will I trust Tannehill in a playoff game? Probably not. But, yeah. I mean, I think that – I think it's – I think, you know, the Rams could definitely be a little bit higher for me, possibly. I think – I just still want to see them keep playing the same way now. You know, you're so talented, keep playing the same way each week. Don't have a fucking slack-off game like you did against the Niners and get smoked or the Titans. Ha- keep going with this. I would like to see – I, I would expect the Rams to win out from here. Yeah, I don't know what their schedule looks like, but, I mean, they look pretty good versus yeah, Cardinals. I mean, they're talented. So. Top five MVP power rankings. I'm going Rodgers one. I have Rodgers at one. I'll throw Johnny Taylor three. I have Rodgers one, Brady two, Jonathan Taylor three, Mahomes four. Yeah. And I threw, I threw Stafford in there at five. I think you look at his stats this season. He's been incredible. Yeah, he's had some dud games, and he. He makes questionable throws at times. Stafford's been really good. You could have thrown Cooper Cup in there too, honestly. Cup could have probably. You could have thrown Cup in there. I de- Cup and Murray. I debated Murray's missed four games, so that's kind of hurt him a little bit. I think when he was playing, he was running away with the award. Oh, for sure. It, running away, like he was first, and everybody else was down here. Derrick Henry at the time could have been second, actually, when he was playing. That's what's crazy. Derrick Henry's still a top ten leading rusher. That's a good know, of a season he was crazy. having. 
top 12 quarterbacks in the NFL. I mixed mine around with, I, I, I kind of wanted to go a little more off this year. Like right now, who are the top 12? So I went Rodgers 1. Rodgers 1. I went Brady 2. Really? Wow. Yeah. I'm shocked by that. And I went Mahomes 3. Yeah, same. Even with the injuries, I went Kyler Murray 4. Jay Herbert 5. I think I'm going to put Jay Herbert over Murray, actually. Okay. And I have Stafford at 6. So I go Herbert, Kyler. Dak at 7. Probably, yeah. I'd probably have to agree. Stafford, Dak. Josh Allen, 8. I'm going to go Lamar over Josh right now. Okay. I actually don't have Lamar. I have Joe Burrow at 9. I'll go Lamar. I'll go Joe Burrow, then Lamar. Then, then Allen. Josh Allen. Okay, I, so that's Allen at your 10. I have Lamar at 10. I have Tannehill at 11. I got to give him credit for what he's done. Where's your love for Tua? He was debated for 12, and I think people are going to hit on this. I, looking at the statistics. You went Derek Carr. I went Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is having the best season he's had ever in the NFL so far this year. And I really did think about Tua, but. I mean, goddamn, those, I mean, Kirk Cousins, them are 6-7, and seven too, and they have a loss to the Lions. Jeez, that's so bad. I thought about Derek Carr, too. But Derek Carr needs to get out of there, huh? Let's get Derek Carr to the Steelers. I think he just beat, I think he feels like a Pittsburgh guy. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm not a huge Derek Carr guy. Really? Well, we know, the only thing that sucks, we know the Colts aren't going to be in a running for a quarterback. They can't. They can't get out of the wins contract. I mean, he's been fine. Yeah, he's been fine. He's just terrible decision maker at times. He's but so is Derek Carr. He can, he can win 10 games. 10, 11 games for him. I, I'm, honestly, I think the Colts have a chance to make the AFC title game. Yeah. I mean, I have them as my second highest ranked AFC team. I, my top, out of my top seven, six of them are in the NFC. That is ridiculous. There's not a lot of years you can say that about football, having one division so stacked. What is it out of the 10? Then there's six out of ten. It drops off after that. Yeah. So I would say the next the next three, eight, nine, ten are AFC. You could maybe, and I just I don't, dude. I, what's crazy is I probably trust Tannehill more than Garoppolo. You could maybe say Niners because that defense and their weapons are so nice. But you know, who knows with that? Uh, yeah, Tua's had a really good second half of this season. They were one and seven, and now they're six and seven in the playoff hunt. Um, they play the Jets this week, so that should be a win. They should get to 500. Yeah, I'm glad he's kind of rebounded from the start. Yeah. I think everyone thought he was just done. I kind of wrote him off a little bit too, but I'm happy that he's came back. And I think we kind of know what he is. I mean, he's not a Patrick Mahomes just no. slinging around 50 times a game. I'll throw for 400 yards. He's more of a game manager, make the right decision, be accurate. He's he's in a in my opinion, I would say he's an elite game manager because of his how good his accuracy is. Yeah. He's so accurate. I mean um, if I'm a Texans, I don't know why I'm not like trying to get him. And what I think helps the Dolphins is how good he's played. It you may have to go up less trade value because of how good he's played. Because you can he, tell I think you could maybe get away with a swap, honestly. Possibly. I think they'll have to throw him one first round pick. But I don't think if you're getting Tua, if you're Houston and you start a rebuild with a quarterback that's already that good, I don't think Miami's gonna throw in three or four like some of these other teams would. Where do you think Deshaun will land? Let's I mean, see, we'll throw that in. Miami. Miami. You think, think it's Miami? Miami? I don't think Miami is fully committed to Tua as 
as they should be for like a franchise quarterback. Yeah. What like, do you they think? They don't come out and talk about him like the Chargers do Herbert or since he does Burrow. They never come out and do that. So I don't think they're fully sold on him. I would agree. I think Watson's of Miami as well. And I think that's the best fit for trade wise. I think it's the best fit for Miami, and I think it's the best fit for Deshaun. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, I think this is all going away. No. To me, I mean, to me, if nothing's been said and nothing's come out like real hard evidence, what are they waiting for? Are yeah. you making shit up? And they're so. Because he's got a lot of backing, too, from other masseuses that he's been to. He's got a lot of backing that he's never been that type of guy. So that's the one thing that is like, okay, well. Um, so where do you think Rodgers ends up? We'll just hit on these couple quarterbacks real quick. I think he's going to stay in Green Bay. I, I do, too. It sounds I actually, like they're kind of repairing the relationship this year. They should just give him whatever the fuck he wants this yeah. offseason. And let him he says, hey. Sign whoever. Devontae, 100 million. Give it to him. Yeah. Go sign this linebacker. Go sign this offensive line. Just do it. You're you, not going to be good without him. Do you like their backup running back, A.J. Dillon? Yeah, he's fucking good. Do you think they made a mistake giving Aaron Jones that big contract then and not using that money elsewhere? Maybe, but I don't think it's that big a mistake. Aaron Jones is still really good. Derek, it's nice to have two good running backs. Derek Carr back in Vegas next year? Is this his last year of his contract? No, but there's rumors that they could try to trade. They would want to try to trade him possibly. I mean, is a team really going to be giving up a high draft pick for Carr? I don't think so. I don't really think it's traded. Yeah, I mean, I think they. I think Vegas kind of needs to blow it up too, though. I mean, you think Big Ben retires? Yes. Even though he has said that he's not planning on retiring, he just thinks it's his last year in Pittsburgh. I've already said. Be- I think. I think there's a one year. I think there's a one year rental for him. Right. Washington. I think Washington would be willing to give him one year rental. What does Washington have a quarterback that's better? I don't think Heineke or Fitzpatrick are better than Big Ben right now. And I don't think Washington is. I heard they're very uninterested in a lot of the all the basically all the quarterbacks in this year's class. I think he class. retires. I think he's think he retires too, just because the demand is just so low. Yeah, I would agree. Um, who's another quarterback? I'm forgetting a name that might. I mean Carson, we think he's staying. Yeah, I think I think Carson will stay. Do the Bronco can? Do you think the Broncos have any way of getting in on Deshaun? They should. They should really want to. Yeah. They should really try to. They're talented him. all around. They should try to get in fucking Rogers here too and get him to come down. They definitely have. They're definitely gonna be a team that if they get, they don't have enough. They don't have a quarterback they can trade back. They definitely be a team that have to go two or three first round picks for him though. But it's worth it because he immediately makes you a contender. I mean, as long as he's still as good as he was. Oh, Russell. I think he's gone. I do too. I think he's going to the Giants. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. I think the Giants will trade Daniel Jones and a couple first round picks for him, and then they and they'll fire the Seahawks. Will also fire Pete Carroll, and the rebuild will begin for Seattle. He wants to be in. New, I've heard New York, Denver, and New Orleans. Man, him and Sean Payton as a pairing that would be I love, scary. I would love to see that. I heard that he loves the. I think he said he loves Denver's roster. He would love to play in Denver. God, that'd be crazy if he went to Denver. I don't yeah, really. I think he's gone. I don't want him to go to the Giants though. I don't want what to do play the rest of this year. Darnold. Panthers got to be in the stakes to try to trade for Deshaun too. No, I mean they're probably the I mean, worst. The same of the- team has been for the same teams that's been rumored for a year. It still makes so much sense. Yeah, for all of them. Dolphins, Panthers, Denver. Did I? I'm not gonna lie. I think I'm not saying it's a perfect fit. I think Washington is probably the best of the best situation though. Like with the talent they and have, Deshaun? like going to the best team that he could potentially go to. I think Washington's probably the, the, I think they're a quarterback away. Tremendous roster. 
I still would like him on Miami. I don't know why. I just think that's a great fit. I would say Miami or Carolina is where I'd like to see him. But yeah, I think Russell Wilson's actually really gone. I think Pete Carroll's getting fired. Is Cam done? I think he's always going to have the opportunity to be a backup, and if I somebody think, gets I, hurt, I, like one year, I think he can be a one-year rental or for a team that's a looking to game and eight game a team rental. that's looking to bridge to the off season. Like just like play Carolina. him, like Carolina right now. Yeah, they're not winning games. So why not? Why not play him? Yeah, I mean, he brings attention. Exactly. He yeah, running in a couple times a game. He just certainly can't throw. I mean, oh my! I played him the one week in fantasy, and he went three for nineteen and got benched for PJ Walker. All right, so real quick, within this podcast on this, our end of 2021 Super Bowl predictions as of right now. Packers, Chiefs, Packers. Packers, Chiefs, Chiefs. Patty Mahomes gets his second before Rodgers does. How about that? Does that move him over? Rodgers already? It I has can't, to. I can't put him over yet. How? Can you? I mean, I have Rodgers as my fifth greatest quarterback ever. How can you not put him over? He has a head-to-head in the Super Bowl, and he has more Super Bowl titles and more Super Bowl MVPs. I gotta see and more Super Bowl appearances at that point. Oh, yeah, because Rodgers only has the one. It's definitely a debate, actually. I didn't think of it that way. It's so tough, though, because it's, it's so, he's, it's so, he's so new. Like, it's only four years now, right? This will be his fourth season. This if Mahomes retired today, would he be a Hall of Famer? Yes. Right? Yeah. If, I think like, so. Especially, let's say he wins a title this year and then he retired. I mean, three Super Bowl appearances, two Super Bowl titles, MVPs. Like, that's most quarterbacks' careers. Or not most. That's, that is actually unbelievable. Like, I mean, think of Russell Wilson when he's been to two. And how many years? Rodgers has been to maybe two, one in how many years? I mean, Brady's an outlier. Mahomes is going to be an outlier. He's going to go to so many. I think he's going to end up going to seven or eight. Minimum. Yeah, I would ex- – I would ex- I would. if I had to put a number on it, if I had to put a, a solid number, I think six or seven might have been too high. I would say a, a solid number to put on how many Super Bowls he'll win. I'm going to say four. It will be interesting to see. He he obviously will be there for, what, 10, 12 years? Oh, yeah. But he won't always have Kelsey and Hill. I will say that. So oh, no, no, he won't. you got to capitalize on this time. This next three years. Three to four years. Three years. I'd say give him, including this year, four. So after this year, three years left with that trio, got to try to take two. Got to try to take two. They got to get good drafts. They got to get some good talent. And they nailed their second round picks this year. Didn't have a first, obviously, because you traded for big man, but uh, they nailed Creed Humphrey and Nick Bolton. That was an absolute nailer. Now they've also whiffed. Nicole Hardman could have got a good I think they need to go get some skill guys. Yeah. Next year. I think a receiver. I mean, I know. Receiver course so fucking bad, dude. I, I think I know Juju got hurt, but man, I th- I would have loved to see Juju on that team. I think he fits well. They offered him fucking thirteen million. He took five million less. Like, what are you doing, dude? Go win a Super Bowl. He's like, oh, I want to play at home. At home? Okay, you're playing with fucking forty five year old Big Ben, dude. Imagine the looks he would get because of how much double team Hill and Kelsey get. Yeah, he'd be. He would have been unreal number two. So I want your, I want your final seating predictions. All right, all right, all right. Final seeding predictions. Let's go down here. NFC. One. Going Green Bay. Two. Tampa. Three. Dallas Cowboys.
for the Los Angeles Rams. So wild card teams, Arizona five, six, give me San Fran. Goddamn. The six is the, the seven's probably the toughest part. I think the the 49ers are definitely getting in. Vikings, maybe? FC Eagles. What the fuck is that? Uh, yeah, I hope if... I mean, I wanted to fucking say the skins. But I, I can't trust Taylor Heineke. And he are they might still not in the race? Him. Yeah, they're actually <laughs> in it right now. They're in the playoffs as of right now? There are seven. Give me... I'm going to go outside the park here. Team make a run. I'm going to go to the New Orleans Saints. Wow, I don't like that one. I don't like that prediction. Make sure I keep these down so I remember. All right, AFC. Well, what, is, what was the one you did two weeks ago? Did you write that one down? Yeah, it's, it's on my phone in my notes. Uh, Kansas City. Sucks for the Colts that they had to play Tennessee twice before Derrick Henry got hurt. Yeah, the Titans have such an easy schedule going out. Four. I, yeah, I mean, Cincinnati could... Cincinnati could really win the division. They're down a game and they still play Baltimore again. They're banged up. Wild card, Ravens, six. Oh, yeah, six will go Chargers. You got to go Bills. Seven, seven will go on Bills. Yeah, we'll go on Bills. So go oh, no, 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 no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I had the Bills missing the playoffs. I actually have the Bills missing the playoffs. I think they lose next week to New England. And I think the Colts end up getting... You think New England gets a sweep? I think they get a clean sweep. I'm going. I'm changing my mind. Dude, I can't leave the Colts out of the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs. Who else would I leave out? It would have to be either Cincinnati, Baltimore, or LA if I put the Bills in. I'm not... The Colts can't... They're not missing the playoffs. I actually think the Chargers have a chance to miss the playoffs. But dude, the Bills are 7-6. and six. Mm, I don't like this. Why is the AFC so shit but so deep at the wild card? I mean, I could honestly see the Ravens losing every game the rest of the year, too. Lamar is back. You have to go with your gut decision right now. Bills out of the playoffs. Gut decision. You've been off them all year. I know, I'm staying off. Staying off. So that means you get Titans, Colts. Give me the Colts. Patriots, Chargers. Give me the Chargers. And I'll take Cincy over Baltimore. So KC plays the Colts, which would be a shit matchup for them. I'll take I'll take them. I'll take the Chargers to beat Cincinnati. Wow. KC Chargers AFC title game, Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Okay. Tampa beats New Orleans. Cowboys beat the Niners. So top four moves on. Packers beat the Rams. Cowboys beat the Bucks. 
Packers beat the Cowboys. Chiefs, Packers. Chiefs won the Super Bowl. All right, man, that was fun. Yeah, was good to have you on. We'll definitely have to do it again soon. Can't take that long of a gap like we did this time. I know. But yeah, maybe get Howard on. Yeah, maybe get Howard on for sure. Yeah, it'd be awesome to get. He hasn't. He was. He was actually him and Futch were the first guests I ever had on. I know. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to get Howard back on. What was that like? Fuck, that was two. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's a long ass time ago. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming on, and uh, be back. What is it? Today is a. Saturday, probably back Tuesday. I, no more fights for three weeks, sadly. No UFC, get a little break, but dive, definitely going to be covering college football, NFL, NBA. But, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Peace.